What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the internationally known from Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish the king of kings the king of content and the speaker of truth yours truly the notorious one aka Mr. Cochellini better known as the prognosticator Crostradamus and you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF, that is every woman's fantasy. Also known as the whole effing show, the chocolatey Confucius, the black Moses of this, the deliverer, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed best entertainment here on YouTube. They call me the CEO Nigaroa Fixes Binds LLC. Also known as Third Leg Greg, Senior Gregorio Greybeard, Mr. Nodrabajo himself. The Big Unk, the Big Papa of this, also known as Mr. Biggs, taking on new personalities in 2024. The 2024 Content Creator of the Year, undisputed, undebatable, the undermined, and also known as CGA, C God Allah, and I'm the 10-time demonetized champion, the champion of YouTube, Big Unk in the building, Mr. Biggs is back. All right, we got a great show for you lined up today with the main event topic coming in hour number two. DJ Academics gets into some problems bringing in and ringing in the new year. Oh, man, and this is a cautionary tale. We don't do roasts. We don't do beefs over here, but we're going to break you down on some cautionary tales about when kings become kings. When you become a king and a high-value man, you become a high-value man target and you must operate accordingly and of course we didn't get any lessons uh dj academics getting caught slipping by several women and of course if you know once one woman got you in your targets and her eyesight you become victim to many based on how you treat women coming up here so we got a great show for you lined up also coming up country singer zach brown gets divorced After four months of marriage, yes, that's his second divorce. His second divorce after four measly-ass months of marriage. We got that going on. We got a woman that sues the rapper The Game for a second time after winning $7 million. Ooh-wee. $7 million. All right, $7 million in cashes and prizes. And then she also sued him again. We got Straggling Sniggle Theater. We got Doom and Gloom CGA coming up here. And, of course, right when I start the show, one of my mustache hairs curls up. And now it's tickling the bottom of my nose right here. Yes. I'm going to have to figure that out. I'm going to have to cut it live. We'll do it live on the air. We'll do it live on the air. Everything was good until about right when I fired up the stream. Now I got one tickling right here. Now it's tickling my nose. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Anyway. Uh, Anyway. Who admitted he's a simp? The game, well, the game, we know the game is a simp. I mean, we appreciate him for being part of the coach gang gang, but he a big old giant simp. All right, anyway, 2024, let's go. 2024, let's go. I'm bringing on the heat. 
if you thought you hated me now. Wait until the end of the year, ninja. All right, because today, this year, I'm taking the internet by storm. And no, I ain't going to do no shit like sell out. I ain't going to do like no shit like act like a clown. Ninja, I'm going to just keep bringing the realness as only the undisputed one can actually do here. We're just going to keep kicking the realness. We don't worry about views. I ain't bringing no OnlyFans skeezers on here. I might bring a few OnlyFans skeezers on here. But my game and name speaks for itself. The notorious one, indeed. New, 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 new world. And 2024, I hope it is future uh, fruitful for you. I hope you guys get richly rewarded in whatever it is that you guys are pursuing. And today, today is a clean slate. 2023 is gone. It ain't coming back. So I need you guys to make sure you get on top of your game. It is time. It's going to be a weird year. So you got to make sure you're on top of your game 100%. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar signs, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal. It's paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. Acknowledge me. Indeed. All right. Can't go that far without acknowledging me. Well, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. How about we do that? Shout out to Monstro Lab in the building. Let's get it. Let's get it. Martin says there's no hope for America and these American women out here. What's going on with these American women here? They're trying to they're trying to figure out what to do with themselves. Jeff, the producer, says, Happy New Year, Coach. Hashtag Coach Gang. Yes, indeed. DGC Moore says, Blessings, man. Blessings to everyone. And hopefully you're catching the stream on a New Year's Day in between football games, recovering from the weekend, if you will, because it was the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Shout out to you. The champ is here. Champ, the champ 301. Happy New Year's, Coach. Still the best at it. In the game, all right? We in it. We in it. We gonna be up in here. John Ellis says, the refs and the Cowgirls did my Lions dirty. Yeah, the refs needed to definitely catch that L, all right? They needed to catch that fade in the parking lot, too. The refs cheated the Detroit Lions, all right? Cheated them. All right, but going for three, going for two, three times, that's ballsy. Pause. Teron McAdams says, rent due. Happy New Year's out here. Ooh. Is rent due today? Holy Lord, have mercy. This <laughs> is about to be out here broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Yeah. Dead, flat, stony broke. Yes. I got $3.85. $3. Brown 310 says the rent is due out here. Good Lord, man. Don't your remind me. Due, Ladies, do y'all got your rent today? You got your rent money? <laughs> All right, Delta Fox says, Happy New Year. He says, we need Mr. Black to make an appearance in 2024. He says, that was one of the best jokes from 2023. Mr. Black came through. All right, after beefing with me, I guess there was a Mr. Black beefing with me, and everybody was like, you need to respond to Mr. Black. All right, Mr. Black's dissing you. And I was like, okay, and I invited him to the show. All right, Mr. Black came through, and uh, he could only say he was black. You know, I'm just... It wasn't the... It wasn't the beef that I thought it was. <laughs> All right, Steam Rolling says the Desert Storm bunker going strong in 2024. Hey, man, I got to build up a fort around this damn thing. All right, these people out here trying to jack people for their paper. Damn, why they want to stick me for my paper? Straight jacket. They sticking ninjas for paper right now. 
Y'all better start treating these women well. Avid Hiker says the coffee fun coach. Happy New Year. Thank you for these gifts. And I will transfer these to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund because a child is a terrible thing to alienate. Shout out to Kirby says Happy New Year. Merry New Year. If you've seen Merry New Year. And shout out to Luis. He says thanks for setting up us better in this social drama. Yes, indeed. This is one point of view. This is one perspective. You ain't got to like it. But I'm giving you my perspective, and it's a perspective that many, many men need. I mean, because look, they be out here gaslighting the shit out of y'all. They be gaslighting y'all when you think, trying to think logical and pragmatically. All right. They be out here gaslighting you. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, anyway, let me check up here. All right. We do have some brothers here. Let me get these three brothers and four brothers. Wells, he says, happy, happy new year, coach. We say merry new year. <laughs> All right, shout out to our brother Richard M. in the building. Thank you, brother, for being here. The champ 301 says, we done with these 304s in 2024, coach. There is no hope out here. There's, I mean, it's all bad out here. There's no hope. I mean, y'all hoping? Jacob says, shout out to the king of milk duds. Happy New Year, coach gang in the building. The king of milk duds is back. All right, the king of milk duds is back. All right, there's a lot of milk dud head ass ninjas around here. All right, it's a it's a tight competition with these milk dud head ass ninjas. All right, shout out to uh, I got you over there, Vance. All right, um, all right, um, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, let's let's get into here. Let's start with doom and gloom CGA because 2024 is gonna have a lot of doom and gloom. Let's start it off right. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We got Doom and Gloom CGA. We're going to start with some layoff news, and we're going to not playoffs. I said layoffs, and people's playoffs went up in flames this weekend. All right, but Google, layoffs. We're talking about people not having a job. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It says Google may lay off 30,000 employees as AI improves operational efficiency. This is according to a report. Reported in Business Today, Google officially um, uh, recently Google's officials recently revealed that Google was planning to reorganize its ad sales team, but did not mention any layoffs. All right, Vince, listen. Yes. Uh, get ready, man. Uh, people are, are anticipating that. No, nah, I ain't, ain't going to catch up. I think they're going to unleash the beast this year. They're going to unleash some AI like you've never seen. All right, and they're going to make 2023. Three, look like the old days where there were no shelf checkout lines in grocery stores. They're going to unleash the AI beast. So I'm telling you, man, Ninja, I'm panicking. I'm going to have to make an AI channel. They're going to have to do AI CGA in the building. AI CGA. Uh, get ready to it. Get used to it. I think they're going to unleash the AI beast. It's going to get ugly out there. It's going to get real ugly. So you better prepare. And by the way, if you think I'm tripping, I called all of the original layoffs earlier and late in 2022 and of course 2023 was a shit show right at the beginning of the year uh we kind of recovered um and could not even find enough employees to fill the jobs so guess what ai gonna take new, over new, 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 new world order. ai gonna take over all right yes indeed shout out to uh oh more doom and gloom right here ring the bell all right japan where's all the ling lings at 
You better go down and get you uh, go down and get you some Ling Lings down to Japan. Apparently, this morning, new, 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 new world order. Early in the morning, magnitude seven point six earthquake strikes Japan, and Ling Lings flee some coastal areas out here. Oh damn! All right, it says residents, but I think they mean Ling Lings. Them Ling Lings out there, out there, they about to be out here in these streets that you early this year already. They be like in these streets. All right, the coastal areas, all right? I don't know what coastal area. Uh, Hiroshima? All right, bud, ninja, it's going to be free linglings got here running around holding their punanis. All right? They running around holding their punanis out here, man. And I don't know if you guys know how it works in Japan is if there's an earthquake, something else happens afterwards. See, in California, it's usually a aftershock, an aftershock. But in Japan, normally what happens is a tsunami. Uh-oh. All right, tsunami happens. All right, that means them waves start crashing. And then it's doomsday out here. That, that's the worst thing you want to wake up to on the 4th. I'm sorry, on the 1st of, of January. Like, you ready for the new year? And then there, the ground start rumbling, and then you get a tsunami. All right, tsunami coming. All right, and speaking of... California woke up to one today. New, 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 new world order. Imagine early in the morning, 827, you're ready to roll in the new year. You're optimistic as long as you keep your head to the sky. You can win. Ninjas woke up optimistic, ready to go. Let's go. 2024. And the ground was like, new, 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 new world All right. California, Long Beach is the epicenter of a 4.1 earthquake. And uh, being that I lived in California for many, many years, almost three decades or so, uh, 4.1 is enough to wake your punk ass up. Now, teenagers typically will sleep through something like that, maybe a baby, but that'll wake you up. All right, that'll have you going. 4.1 is enough to be like, mm. all right, reconsidering all of your New Year's revolutions. All right, it's just be like, mm. all right, yes, the revolution, <laughs> revelations is here. You wake up like, oh, Lord. All right, ring the bell. All right, yeah, I have some family members in California, Southern California, and they definitely was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Yeah, that will make you switch your shit up real quick. And by the way, uh, Los Angeles and definitely Orange County, the coastal areas, could, they're they're exposed to tsunamis too. They're exposed to tsunamis. (laughs) It's just like tsunamis. They're exposed to tsunamis. Now, you can have a tsunami over there in California on the coastal area. So was this a uh, you know was this related to Japan? You know cuz Japan and California share the same ocean. I mean it's miles apart but you know I mean I don't know. Is it connected? I don't know. Or maybe it's the new 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 world order. <laughs> all right, they got to be like revelations is here. All right, we got to keep it out, man. We got to watch out here. All right, what else do we got here? Okay, that's it for the doom and gloom report. Oh, this not going to be a 4-hour episode today. All right, be but hey, keep your head up for tsunamis out here. All right, you could get you a tsunami. When I lived in Orange County, they had tsunami shelters. <laughs> they had signs. They're like, if you're standing here, you can get hit by a tsunami real quick. And your ass would have had, as soon as the earthquake, the tsunami start. <laughs> All right, then your ass will be grass. 
Uh, the fault lines are different. The fault lines are certainly different, but, you know, you got to consider the fact if Japan's rocking and their waves are rocking, guess what? It's time for your ass to get up and move around, too, in Southern California. Um, if I wasn't mistaken, didn't Japan have an issue? They, they had a tsunami. What was that, 2012? Let me see what the last one. Let me see if I can, let's see what the last tsunami was. Because they had a big one back. I think it was 2012. All right, they ready for some tsunamis right now, basically, here. All right, this will be a disaster. Let me see, was that 2012? It was a bet. It was a, <laughs> people were losing their mind. It was 2011. 2011. Yeah, man, they got a bad one. They caught a bad one out there. That was 2011. Yeah, ring the bell. That was horrible right there, man. Look at this right here. <laughs> he said Godzilla. 2011. They got wiped out. Their coastal areas got wiped the hell out. I mean, that was a bad tsunami. Like, look at this, man. All right, you don't want this. And it's normally the pre the predecessor is the, the earthquake is what precedes it. And, you know, Japan's essentially islands. So they had ninjas. Look at these. Oh, my goodness. They had, look at these uh, big tankers washed up. You know, what happens is they have uh, what they call, uh, they have a uh, low tide. Low tide. I think low tide is also a sign as well where the tide will withdraw like this, and that's not good. <laughs> if you ever been to a, if you ever, if you ever been someone, somewhere where it was low tide, like when I was in Fiji, the Fiji, you know, you know, these paradises are dangerous. When I was in Fiji, the tide, I mean, the, the water one day was washing up, splashing you, like splashing on the shore. And then the next day you wake up and it's like calm, it's peaceful. You wake up, you're like, why is this so quiet? Because you're normally hearing the waves crashing. So you stop hearing the waves crashing, and you wake up, and you be like, it's quiet as hell. And so then you look at the ocean. You look out, and the, the, the water that was previously crashing on shore is t clear way out miles, miles outside the shore. And they call that the calm before the storm. So then what happens is wherever the water was crashing, you could walk out. You could walk out a mile before you touch some water. Now, that's not good because when the next time it comes up, you know what's about to happen. That water about to rush all the way up, all right? So that water going to have some momentum, as we call it, momentum. But I walked clear out into where the ocean was on a low tide. That water was way, way out there. And that was some scary-ass shit. So you don't hear the ocean anymore. You don't see. You see the dead-ass fish, all right? You see the seaweed and the coral. Like, you're like, oh, wow, there was water here yesterday. And it was like, uh, don't stand. Don't stand here, all right? Make sure you're miles away because that ocean is about to come back, you know. It's going to come back crazy. All right, so watch out for your tsunamis out there. He said, release the Kraken. Man, I've never seen nothing like that. I've never seen a water ocean recede like that. That was crazy. I was, I was standing on coral. That was previously buried waist deep. So anyway, be careful out there. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you want to get to high ground when that water recedes back that far. Because I'm like, when it comes back, it's going to come back with a vengeance. Don't let it start raining tomorrow. Anyway, never get caught up in water. Let's get the straggle and sniggle theater. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Stragglers Nigga Theater is back. 
all right, hold on. I'm just noticing something here. I got a notification. Oh, I see what happened there. All right, I got to I got to I got to handle some business. I got to handle some business. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can get that done. All right. Okay. <laughs> right right in the middle of my show. Somebody said when, <laughs> somebody said when was that? Oh, ninja. All right, already? I thought I left your ass behind. I just said when was that? Oh, shit. I'm not giving you specifics. <laughs> uh, when was that, sir? Uh, under oath. You know, I'm still under investigation. Fuck police investigation. <laughs> All right, here we go. Shout out to Ice Cube. Anyway, let's get back. And then just trying to get details and shit. Straggle with Sniggle Theater. Uh, we're going to start off with this young lady. This young lady right here. Uh, typical straggle. What is that? A bonnet on her hair? What is that, a bonnet? That looks like a bonnet. And that looks like a woman here. It says right here, I was just casually piercing my nose at home because I've done this before. I think TS means this, or it also means transsexual. I have no idea. But she's done TS before. All right, here we go. Oh. Look at this. Oh, she pierced her nose. Oh, look at this, man. These, these goddamn straggles, man. They be doing crazy shit. Well, would y'all start punching holes in your body? Stop. Stop punching holes in your body. You just look like a Jezebel. All right, but let's see what this woman's got to do. Oh, she got it. All right. She did it. All right, a little stinging. All right. And uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. What in the world? What she didn't went down, y'all. Oh the humanity. She went down. <laughs> she went down. This Millie Mouth Muskrat lost it. What happened? She had went bit uh oh. Yeah, getting a little lightheaded. Don't go down like that. Okay, the pain coming. There's no blood. A little rush to the head. Oh. Oh. Damn, damn, man, what in the world? She gone. Oh, the humanity. That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I, is she going to recover? Where's she at? Where, where's she gone, man? Anybody know? <laughs> is she going to pop back up? Is she going to wake up? You know, I might do this during the live stream one day, too. Oh, there she go. She back up. Okay, she don't got... Okay, wait, somebody picked her up? All right, she dizzy out here. She... <laughs> oh man hey I, yeah you big dummy you big dummy and they post it on the internet too they post this shit on the internet so don't be mad don't be mad when i show it she posted on the internet <laughs> these soft ass gen zers man gen zooted let's go to the next one out here all right straggle cynical theater we're going to the boulevard hard on the boulevard sunshines convertible tops you call them rags. We call them drops. All right, this guy, this woman out here, apparently there's a vigilante traditional track con sister chasing down strags on the street corners in Dallas. In these streets. All the ninjas that love the, the street corners and on uh, Harry Hines. Uh, this drag is chasing down these Jezebels. Look at the booty out right here. Okay, look at that Sp SpongeBob square booty. Let's take you to it. 
News America. We are in Dallas, Texas, live from Harry Hines. Another reason to get your passport. Woo! Get your passport, you passport. guys. Get out of America. These women are westernized. Westernized? Breaking news. You can't make this shit up. Oh, my goodness. Damn. Did she just jack check Kevin? In these streets. All right. Dallas Escort. She down there. Hey, man, let these girls do a little bit of their work. All right. Out there, you know, interfering with the hoes. All right. Why is she down there messing with these hoes? And look. News America. We are in Dallas. And look at these all man boy, these girls. In these streets. Hey man, look at what your future wives are doing. Look at what your girls are doing out here with they ass out. In these streets. And by the way, did you guys know Dallas somewhat decriminalized this act, meaning they're not gonna be punishing any of these gals here. Now it's still illegal for you to solicit. So we don't promote solicitation, but in these streets. These definitely girls, Ninja. You need to check some of these girls' IDs, Ninja. These girls look like they in high school. In these streets. Which could make them make a lot of money. I'm just saying right now, all right? But this girl's reporting live from the scene trying to rat these hoes out. Hey, man, let these girls do a little bit of work. It's not, it's called the oldest profession. <laughs> For a reason, did you check some IDs and look at the guys pulling up here? All right, here we go. Hard on the boulevard. Skeezer alert. Texas live from Harry Hines. Another reason to get your passport. All right, why we get, damn, she really got her booty out out here, bro. Look at these, man. <laughs> this gone, man. These your future wives. Shit gone. She really got her booty out. No no fishnet, no black pantyhose. Fishnet, black pantyhose. Get your passport, you guys. Get out of America. These why we getting out of America, though? Women are westernized. What? Oh my lord, take a look at look at this gordita. Ooh, wait, the, hey man, the Latinas is coming through. I guess you don't even have to get your passport. The Latinas is coming over. This girl out here got a fanny. Still check some ID. These girls look young, man. These girls out here. <laughs> she said, get your passport. She basically said, took the passport, bro swag. Took Kevin Samuel's swag. She took everybody's swag except CGA. All right, maybe she took a little MGTOW. Breaking news. You can't make this shit up. All right, what? Is that your new? <laughs> oh, man. Is is this her new? Oh, the humanity. All right. They still going to make a little bit of money. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? All right, we got this despicable human being right here. This ninja out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. All right, we got a starving ninja. Let's see what he says. Hear me out. Here you are. Every guy watching this knows, right? Every guy. When you look down and you see the toes are white, something happens. Oh. We can't explain it. There's no scientific study that's been done. Oh. And we need to look into this urgently. What does it communicate to you? Is oh. it a physical response? Let's get into it. Is it like a physical response? I'm about to go crazy. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio there. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. Damn. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, he's starving. What did he say? Let's go back and say, he says, when you look down and the toes are white, are you talking about pink toes? Oh, he talking about pink toes. He loves some pink toes, y'all. Give him a round of applause. Welcome to the club. <laughs> he is like, when you look down and the toes are white, is that the toenail? Are you talking about the toenail or are you talking about pink toes? All right, let me hear what he's saying again. Hear me out. 
Where's my camera? Every guy watching this knows. Right? <laughs> Every guy. When you look down and you see the toes are white, something happens. Oh, something happens, Ninja. You know what happens? Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, man. He like. We're just looking at the booty. We're looking at the breast. We're looking at her neck. We're looking at her feet. We're looking at her. Nah, I ain't looking at no feet. Man, ain't nobody looking at no feet. You're looking at feet? It's I'm looking at feet. Oh, he looking at feet. All right. Wow. He looking at feet. All right. So, yeah, this ninja is starving over some toes, some pink toes. All right. Look at him. Look at him. He gone, man. This ninja, man, need to stay focused. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brother. You talking about we the toenail? White fo- toenail polish? White toenail polish and you biting your brothers. Man, are you looking at feet that bad? We're just looking at the booty. We're looking at the breast. We're looking at her neck. We're looking at her feet. We're looking at her. No, I ain't looking at no feet. Yeah. Man, ain't nobody looking at no feet. You're looking at feet? It's I'm looking at feet. Oh, okay. All right. The, hey, the revelations. This 2024, there's no, there's no secrets out here. He wants white toenail polish. Is this what we doing? It's a ninja starving. But, but I will say I understand everything he's saying. I understand Everything he's saying. I got a thing for feet, too, man. I'm looking at feet, too. Ladies, I'm looking at feet. All right, anyway. All right, we're going to take you to this straggle sniggle theater. Goes on. It's 2024, so the ladies are letting it all hang out. Uh, Sloppy yogurt is the best definition that I can give you for this. Apparently, this woman wants to show us. And viewer discretion is advised. This is a family show. Uh, This woman is going to show you um her spanks i suppose all right uh, i tell you man clothes hide a lot of things in women let's take you to the scene here take a look at this if you are looking for the best bodysuit i have found them especially one in my price range i mean i've tried on skims and stuff like that and yes they're great but they're like a hundred dollars i wanted something that i could get like a two-pack for like 25 30 dollars now what caused you ma'am Hey, man, I don't want to hear shit. What caused you to jump on the internet with this shit? I don't, man, listen. And I'm going to tell you, man, from the neck up, you had me in the first half. But listen, man, I, I told you I messed with a girl like this one time. Like, she she was like this, and then, of course, she didn't tell me she lost 400 pounds, and then I went in on her. And it was like this underneath it. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. All right, but listen, she put it on the internet, so we're going to review it here. She's going to show us how the Spanx works here. So I could buy them in different colors, especially while being on a weight loss journey. I've lost 300 pounds. I need a whole new wardrobe, so I need it to be affordable. Friends, these are so freaking good. The very first thing that I packed in my suitcase was these bodysuits because... I just freaking love them. I freaking love them. They just snatch me all in, make me feel good, give the ladies a lift, slim down the arms. They're incredible. Easy unbutton, which is great. Now, here's where it goes right here. Now, this is what happens. I want you to notice. See, this is the one. Remember, I told you I was like, the woman I met, she looked all right like this. Right? So you could not tell until she came up out of them clothes. And I was like, oh, my Lord. All right, what happened? So as you can tell, you can't really tell. Like when she's fully dressed, you can't tell. So that is straight up sloppy yogurt right there. And congratulations for this woman losing weight. Of course, they're shaming everybody in the comment section for going in on her. But that is quite the sight for sore eyes. I'm going to tell you this right now. Ninja, you still going to hit. All right, but uh, check this out. Take a look. Take a look. You can't tell. You can't tell at all. I mean, you can tell maybe 
Her thighs look a little thick, unusually, but you can't tell. And they just are so slimming, so amazing. And if your jeans are a little tight, they won't be anymore because they literally just snatch everything in place. Look at that. You can't tell. You wouldn't be able to tell. You would not be able to tell. Sloppy yogurt is, I mean, that's an understatement. She definitely lost a lot of skin, rapid skin. She she probably got a lap band surgery and lost it all. Um, yeah, she probably lost a husband too. Uh, as you know, 85% of the people that get this type of surgery, they get, definitely get divorced. And uh, because she's living her new life, the, the problem is she's got to find a way to deal with that skin. And make you feel so freaking good. Like, oh, look at this. To a small, I'm a normal medium top. I side down to a small on them. And I love the fit of this. I'm telling you what, you want to talk about confidence boost in oh. a bodysuit. Confidence These are freaking boost. it. So if you are on the hunt for the perfect bodysuit, friends, I'm telling you what right now. Oh. Go grab them. They've got V-neck styles, square neck styles. I'll link this one in the car and several others, my favorite styles. And wow, she literally posing, man. I tell you, man. Did you, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. Man, that is wild to see that you can actually put on clothing and completely cover it up. Yeah, you got to definitely get the surgery. So if you're def if you're looking for rapid weight loss like that, you're going to be exposed to something like that. Unfortunately, I mean, there's nothing you could do. Now, if you do if you do it slowly, you'll be less likely to deal with something like that. But congratulations for her weight loss. You got to be vigilant out here. Let's go to this woman right here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. This woman says what she tells men as a means to reject them. What do you need to tell men as a means to reject them? All right, here we go. Uh, before we go saying that you have a boyfriend doesn't work anymore saying that you have a husband doesn't work anymore you know what works start saying you're looking for somebody to pay your bills guarantee most of them will leave you alone hey ladies ah. saying that you have a boyfriend doesn't work anymore saying that you have a husband doesn't work anymore you know what works Start saying you're looking for somebody to pay your bills. Guarantee most of them will leave you alone. Oh. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh, so here's the new strategy, guys. This is the new strategy. You know, not, the boyfriend thing doesn't work because game ninjas know how to overcome that type of objection. Oh, that's just an objection. This is how you overcome it. All right, but here we go right here. She's going to say, nah, nah, I know how to overcome it. This is what you're going to do. You're going to tell them that you need to pay all the bills. Can you pay my bills? All right, that's supposed to work. That's what that's what's about to work. I mean, it's going to work on a lot of guys because a lot of guys get discouraged. Now, when we hear these, you got to pay my bills things. That is the objection. She's not looking for a guy to actually do that. She's eliminating guys. So that's a practical means to eliminate them. But that's not to say that the guy that they settle for or go with is not going to pay the bills. So that's going to be... They're going to pay a portion of it. She wants this type of treatment. We already know the 80, 20, 90, 10 rule. But this is now a means to object. All right, you're going to pay all my bills. And then she's going to say, you're going to scatter. You better have a... <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, ninjas are going to scatter. They're going to be out of here. And I'm like, oh, forget this bitch. And there you go. So now she's let you down very easily. Sadly enough. All right, anyway, that's Dragon Sniggle Theater for today. Let's go. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. All right, all right, let's get back to the show. Let's do this. Hit the like button. Hit the, hit the like button. 
Let's get to 800 likes. 800 likes. We're almost there. 800 likes. Because people are like, CGA's doing a show today? CGA's doing a show today. All right, shout out our boy here. What is this right here? This is Raphael M. He says, CGA Coffee Fund in the building. May you have a blessed 2024. And he came in with a... He came in with a co-sponsorship. Appreciate you, brothers. Appreciate that. Co-sponsoring the day. All right. What are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? We got it going on. Oh, man. The Sugar Babies was out last night. It was out thick. (laughs) All right. They was out thick last night in Vegas. All right. So went out. Went out party. Bringing the new year down on the strip. Well, I wasn't on the strip. I was eating on the strip. I didn't go out there with the rest of the oxygen thieves and knuckle draggers. I didn't do that. Maryland guy says, happy New Year's, coach. Get ready. The anarchists are coming back out. He says it's going to be a crazy year. Indeed, there's going to be a crazy year. All right, they did tuck their tail a little bit here. The anarchists is going to be out here. And so is the, what is that one group? They be out here causing, uh, causing scenes. I can't remember their name. Antifa. Right, Queen Queen Antifa, they're going to be out here like crazy. All right, they was out there on January 6th, too, acting like they was Trump supporters. All right, it was crazy. All right, them Trump supporters ran in there. There was some down there. They threw their ass in jail. But the ones that that, that was acting like they were Trump supporters, actually doing the damage, all right, they're going to be back out. They're going to be back out. It's going to be insane. Shout out to Q Jones says, happy new coach. And happy new year, coach. Somewhere in this country, there's a single mother close to eviction because she partied with her rent money. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Indeed. She going to be out here in a... In a bind, Nate. They going to be in a bind. Ladies, are you watching the show? They in a bind right now. Give me 100 more likes. 100 more likes. All right, give me them likes. Just give me the likes. Don't pass the scroll. my limo. All right, hit them likes. Hit the like button here. We're going to give y'all some game. And we're going to feature the game, the rapper. Do you see the game out here? Anybody know who the game is? Well, this is the game. Let me show you the game. Uh, Not Triple H. All right, but this is the game. All right, he's got a blue hat on. Blue hat on game. Blue hat. I don't know about that, bro. All right, I thought he was a blood. He a pyru. All right, but shout out to him representing. He's a, he's a funny character. Like, you don't know what he going to say. You kind of going to be like, one day he's simping for women. One day he a, a ultimate thug game banger. One day he a business ninja. He got, he got multiple personalities, this ninja right here. He got multiple personalities. I don't know what he going to say when he start talking. I know I'll be like, all right, what this ninja talking about? I can't trust anything this ninja says. All right, but anyway, he's one of the hip-hop legends on the West Coast. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Uh, but the game got in trouble. I don't know if you guys know, and this is going to be kind of where the theme of the show is. This is right here. A woman who won a $7 million uh, in an assault lawsuit against the game wins a second lawsuit against them. All right. Uh, what do we got here? This is crazy. A woman named Priscilla, Rainy Priscilla, Priscilla. Okay, Priscilla uh, sued the game for a sexual assault and won millions in the final judgment. 
and she wants seven million dollars to be honest with you it says right here now she reportedly won a second lawsuit against the rapper this time she she accused him of attempting to hide his wealth to avoid paying her did he pull the bankruptcy trick did he pull the bankruptcy or he should have pulled the bankruptcy all right. Oh, my goodness. According to the Radar Online, Priscilla accused the game, whose real name is, well, I ain't going to say it's government name, of using shell companies, you mean LLCs, shell companies, to hide his assets. Rainey was a former reality TV star on Game's reality show. She got game in 2017. Damn, man. Wow. These hoes is about trying to get some money. Okay. According to the series. Wait, after the series ended, however, Rainey filed a sexual assault lawsuit against the rapper claiming he had touched. Okay. Touch what? I don't know what she touched. All right. But let's take you to the woman here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. A light skin. Oh, she looked good, too. All right. Okay. All right. This is the woman in question. Her name is Priscilla Rainey. Uh, there, there. Wait a minute. Where, where, where is it at? All right. This is the game right here. Uh-oh. Niggas always gotta show they no, there we go right there. He's smiling. So this is the woman here. Take a look here. She, okay, she a baddie back in the day before the BBLs took crazy. All right. This is an old back in the day video vixen type bitch. Is she looking quite uncomfortable here? I can't really tell. But she did she win the game show? Somebody said she won the game show. And then, okay, all right, look, take a look at this. We got this ninja macking her down. Ooh, I want to mack you down. Well, well. All right, so, uh, so I can give you all the loving you need. Yeah, she had her collarbone out, too. Ooh, she bad. Okay, she, I likes I likes her, but she a vicious little bee. All right, she out here suing this ninja multiple times. Okay, she definitely done grown up. She looking a little bit older right there. All right, she looked better when she was younger. All right, that's just me, though. Okay, all right, so what what, what are we doing here? Okay, y'all can't see her. Okay, there it is right there. I think I put it down, pull it down. Okay, so uh, that's the girl right there. Apparently, allegedly, she out here to get a bag. And it says right here, game... Game refuses to pay the $7 million, all right? Uh Uh-oh. It says Game refuses to pay $7 million judgment to Waffle House Roach, who accused them of SA. They'll find Carolyn Baskin's husband before she'll ever get a dime, all right, or a penny. All right, he said, bitch, you're going to be broke out here. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead Damn. flat, stony, broke. I got $3.85 in my purse. All right, so it appears that she's going after that money. All right, and so what she did was she said, he's hiding my money. She's, he's hiding my money. And guys, I'm going to tell you, man, when you're dealing with these skeezers, these money-grubbing, uh, funny, acted-ass women, yeah, she got you for the first time. That's seven mil, and I know you got it. I know you got it. But she looking for the money. She already said, you already said you ain't going to pay her. And she said, okay, I'm going to just lawyer up. Them lawyers already working on contingency. They might be getting a little poon action, as a matter of fact, because I would want to touch. I would put hands on hip. So this ninja might have to pay up. (laughs) Or this ninja might have to pay up. All right, because she coming. She ain't resting. Uh, She got 7 million reasons to hunt this ninja down and get his paper. So apparently in the second lawsuit, She's basically saying he's using businesses right here. Let me see if I can get it right here. She wins a judgment. 
Okay, here it is right here. I guess they have the whole story here, maybe. She's accusing of attempting to hide his wealth to avoid paying her using shell companies, okay? Do they have anything more? Okay, she got $7.1 million in compensation. The court granted a default judgment because the 44-year-old failed to show up for his scheduled court appearance. God damn. She alleges the game had placed his hands inside her dress and rubbed her bare vagina and buttocks. Hmm. Oh, that's nasty. All right, he paid. Okay, he put. Okay, he he went for the finger poke, the finger poke of doom. Her second lawsuit filed in 2021 claims the game established several shell companies strategically to avoid paying the judgment. Her complaint accuses him of forfeiting his position as manager of his holdings company and putting the company in his manager's name, which is Whack 100. This is all alleged. Rainey also struggled to uh, pursue the rapper's L.A. home because he no longer owned the property. The complaint revealed that she has so far only received $500,000 in hopes to collect the remaining amount. Oh. No, she didn't have no draws on. She didn't have no draws on. She asked the court to dissolve these corporations to secure her legally owned funds and legally owed funds. A trial reportedly took place on December 13th. Where Wack and Rainey both testified, Wack reportedly told the court game gave him the house due to the personal debt. Damn, man. Just, ooh, Lord. A uh, paradar, the court had once again ruled in Rainey's favor. The game cannot use these entities to dodge his obligations and must fulfill the judgment passed against him. This means the game's home, in particular, uh, was restored to his legal ownership. And Rainey can now file a lien against it or get it sold. Holy mackerel, ninja. This is a cold, cold game. All for touching a punani? Well, he didn't show up to the trial, so that that's that's a L on him. He touched a peace leave. He touched her peace leave. Well, I mean, it was not consensual, allegedly. He was convicted. Well, he wasn't convicted. The judgment was passed. He, he didn't go to court. Hey, ninja, you still got to go to court. Still got to go to court. In June, reports surfaced that Rainey had also attempted to pursue the game's crypto assets. Oh, the humanity. She after this ninja. All right, went after his crypto. Oh, Lord. Is that even possible? Okay. Uh, the all hip hop reports that she's discovered the how we do artist had stored some of his cryptocurrency funds under his Coinbase account. However, crypto assets are decentralized and are not subject to direct government control. That's what I thought. I was like, you can't get my crypto out here, you bitch. You bitch. You bitch. Damn, went after my crypto. It says right here, it's unclear whether the court will try to go after his crypto funds. If they are able to get into his crypto funds, that could be the death nail to the the Coinbase. All right, that's crazy. Crypto down. Girl, I want to shake you down. Well, well. These women out here trying to woo. You got to pay, hey man. When the the point of today's show, when we get into DJ academics, this is the big unk talking to big act. You got to start acting accordingly. You cannot be out here doing the same thing that these broke ninjas be out here doing. You got to get consent. You got to pay up. You got to pay. You you got to pay. Not, I'm not saying you're paying for the sex, but you're. You're pay, you're you got to have an agreement with these women. You can't just be like, all right, you get some time with me in the t-shirt. 
All right, but I know ninjas be out here. I can hear a broke ninja talking a mile away. You got to compensate a mother sucker. Compensate. What do we got here? What's else? What else is coming up? Uh, the cost of marriage. We'll talk about it. The true cost of marriage. Let's go to uh, Larsa Pippen and uh, Marcus Jordan. Apparently, they're planning on becoming engaged. I don't know, man. Are they trolling us? Let's listen to this right here. Here we go. The last name going to be if, in fact, we get to that point. How does that work? You guys must have done the math on this. Yeah, that's easy. It's going to be Jordan. 100%. Jordan. No hyphen. There's no Pippin dash Jordan. Nah. No. If that happens, obviously, the wedding date, she's Jordan. And then any kids would be Jordans. You know, my kids being Pippin also, I feel like unless I got remarried, I wouldn't change my last name. But if I do, you know, obviously, when we when we do get married, <laughs> I'm going to change my last name. Yeah. What's the last name going to be if, in in fact, we get to that point. How does that work? You guys must have done the math on this. Yeah, that's easy. It's going to be Jordan. Oh, Ninja. We got... Niggas always got to show they Legacy Ninjas, check in. Legacy Ninjas, check in. See, Michael Jordan, not even one generation of legacy. His whole legacy is ruined on one generation. He cannot pass his business on to this moron. He cannot pass his business on to this moron because he's literally marrying this old witch, alleged witch, out here running around with this old-ass witch, and you're about to do what? Pass over your father's legacy to Larsa Pippen, brother. We already had you on the 12 Simps of Cheesemus, and you deserve there. You're moving up spots now. It's 2024. You're going to move up the spot. If you marry this woman, number one, and then if she takes your last name, Ninja, please. <laughs> this gotta be some trolling, some king internet trolling out here. And why is he so happy? Didn't he play basketball himself? You can't get no other else. Look at her waking up in the morning. She looked like she just jumped out of the shower with her master splinter looking ass. <laughs> These guys out here, man. You big dummy. You cannot be you cannot be starving this much that you got to marry Larsa Pippen. This has to be he has to be trolling. This has to be for reality. Sad to see, man. True cost of marriage. Legacy ninjas. One legacy, one generation. He's ruining your name. The cost of marriage. Chris Hemsworth. He's coach gang. Shout out to him. Trying. And it looks like the effects of the coach gang is affecting you, sir. Chris Hemsworth. What are you doing out here, sir? And his wife, Elsa. They drifted apart as the um, as a couple after spending the holidays separately. What did I tell you about uncuffing season? Yes, Chris, Chris Hemsworth is coach game. He is coach Trying. game. When I found out, I was like, word? You know, there's also a couple of other Marvel brothers that are coach game. And it says, trouble in paradise. Chris Hemsworth and his wife, Elsa, have allegedly drifted apart as a couple. After going on separate vacations and not spending the holidays together, according to the gossip website Radar Online, and a concerning development to come after uh, the Hemsworth family was spotted putting up their Christmas tree without the Thor actor earlier this month. Sources close to the couple reveal that the pair, the pair they're growing apart. Elsa. They're growing apart. How long were they married? According to the insider. Cider, there is a question mark regarding the status of the Hemworth-Elsa uh, marriage. The source also suggests there are red flags in the couple's relationship 
and that things have definitely changed. You mean the bait and switch? Not the bait. Not the bait and switch. The status of their marriage is a question mark. The separate vacations are a huge red flag, but it's more than that. They're still very much a united family. Nope. But they've drifted apart as a couple. They fell out of love. Oh, man. Our love is like no other love. Our love is like no other love. (laughs) All right. What about love? He says they were the perfect husband and wife team for so long. Both gorgeous, beautiful kids. Everything seemed picture perfect. But things have definitely changed. The insider added that Hemsworth uh, wanted a simpler life. While uh, the woman wanted more, 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 more. All right, she was driving this ninja broke. That's probably what happened out here. He was coming up like here. I'm, I'm going broke with your ass. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got three dollars and yeah. eighty-five cents in my. And uh, Chris Hemsworth once, you know what I mean? Greek god out here losing in the marital game, not because he wanted more. Questions about their status of the couple's marriage arose earlier this year after it was revealed that the Avenger star, age 40, and the girlfriend or the the wife was 47. Hey, Chris, you married, brother, Chris, what you doing, fam? Man, he definitely about to leave this woman. She's seven years older than him. I think I remember this. Chris, what you doing, brother? What, what is this shit? You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. It's over for her. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. So she's 47, he's 40. And they were spending large amounts of time away from each other when Hemsworth, uh, while he was not spotted at the family's Brian Bay Australian Manor to put up the Christmas tree uh, this month earlier, it says right here, fans also noticed that he and his wife were taking separate vacations. Haven't seen you and Chris together for a while, a concerned commenter said. Hope all is well. Others said, where is Chris? Well, the wife, who goes by Elsa, traveled to Japan with the pair's nine-year-old sons, Tristan, well, we don't care about the kids' names, in October, while Hemsworth took the couple's 11-year-old daughter to Iceland, right, to go see, I guess, supposed to see, um, go see um, Odin. We went to go see Odin. The couple took separate vacations again in November while she went to Spain for an award ceremony while the spider head, Star flew to Abu Dhabi with his brothers, Liam and Luke. Shout out to them. They coach gang. Hemsworth then uh, again jetted off to Brazil. Oh, this ninja was at the junior college. This nigga. I said the N-word. All right, he was at the JUCO. This ninja, where was he at? He went to Iceland, clapping cheeks, Abu Dhabi. He went out to Brazil. Woo-wee. And it says right here he went to promote a film along with his co-star. And the wife and the couple's three children did not join him on the trip. The rumor is that Hemsworth and his wife have drifted apart as a couple come 13 years after tying the knot on December 26, 2010. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, they welcomed their daughter in 2012 and the twins in 2014. The family left Los Angeles for New South Wales in 2015. So they've been living overseas. Woo! Man. Guys, the cost of marriage. So I'm assuming that the other woman is an actress because they they mentioned she was going to promote a film. 
Okay, so she's an actress. Never heard of her, but I wouldn't. That wouldn't be any concern to me because I don't know many of these actors and actresses. I cannot tell you a name. Let me let me look her up. Elsa. Elsa. Okay, a Spanish actress. She's from Spain. All right. She from Spain. All right. So she's an actress. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't have known her in any damn thing. All right. There she is, right there. And so he married her. They were a power couple. They were a power couple. And uh, yeah, there he is right there. Damn, she looking like his mama. She definitely looking like it. Chris, man, what was you doing, fam? Like, talk us through this, man. Look, I'll talk you through my mistake. Talk me through this shit. You a leading man. You were married for 13 years. That means you married her at 34. And you were, um, hold on for a second. You were uh, 20, give me, give me the math, 27? What the fuck? Oh, my Lord. Come on, man. 27, 26, 34. Yeah, that's a fat L. You went for the power couple shit, and that went backwards. Okay? Because really, what happened was the bait and switch. All right? I like how they turned the kid's head away from the camera here. Yep, you got got. And you was out here, and you was like power couple until she turned into some sloppy yogurt. <laughs> now she 20. Yeah, did I say 37? I said 27. 34. 27. I thought I said 20. Yeah, 27. That's what I thought I said. All right, anyway. All right, and then she turned crazy on you. Look at her. All right, okay, not too bad. Looking like every other housewife in Orange County. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like a mother. All right, and uh, yeah, you know, mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, she got her titties done. She got her titties done. She got her titties done. All right, uh, anyway, she definitely looking Orange County-ish. But yeah, ninjas, like, man, it was all love until it wasn't. And by the way, let me just back this up. When did he start being Thor? When did Chris Hemsworth? No, I don't want Chris Chris Hemsworth start being Thor. And let me see here. When did he first play Thor? 2011. So, yeah, he didn't see his future. <laughs> he definitely didn't see his future. And they got married in what year? I'm going to put this shit together here. I'm doing my investigation work. Hey, these damn investigators, they got shit on me. All right, so let's see. When did he marry? Uh, 20, where is it at? 2010. Okay, so right when he started popping off. So he didn't even know his future. What do I tell you guys? I said 47? No, I didn't. I meant 27. So what do I always tell you? You don't know who you're going to be in 10 years. You don't know who you're going to be in 10 years. So he probably didn't imagine Thor Ragnarok. He probably didn't imagine the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like the way it ended up by the time we hit 20, 2020, 2021. He didn't imagine that he was going to be who he was. And now he became who he was. And then all of a sudden, he's looking back after the fact and like, the fuck? All right, he did Cabin in the Woods. I don't know what that is. But you don't know who you're going to be. And now all of a sudden you take off and you're like, what am I doing with this old mole rat? I'm just playing. And then she switches up. Oh, I'm not happy. You know she hit him with the, I'm not happy. <laughs> you don't know who you're going to be in 10 years. And then the cost is going to be crazy. So I'm going to look this up here. I'm going to look up his net worth. 
Like on my on the internet, I'm wealthy. No wonder my ex-wife's going after me. I didn't look me up on the internet. I'm like, shit, no wonder why she out here hiring lawyers and shit. They're gonna be disappointed though. What is his net worth? Because the internet lying like a mother sucker. Okay, he's allegedly worth 130 million. All right, that's that's his net worth, 130 million. Essa, Essa, Elsa's net worth is 50 million. It's a wrap. Fifty million. All right, so one thirty versus fifty million, gentlemen. She about to stick this ninja for his paper. She about to stick him for his paper. All right, because the children, as you can tell, on the last vacation, the cost of marriage is th- the steep. The cost of marriage is steep, and really, you know, a lot of people don't think they think that it has something to do with the wife and the husband, or he picked wrong. Guys, this is just the percentage of marriage. This is just a percentage. The percentages work out this way. Some will work, some won't. It, it is what it is. It's not that neither one of them are bad. To be honest with you, it takes two to tango. But I don't ever want to put too much emphasis on the bad wife and the good husband. That really is in, it's inconsequential to the math. Now when the math comes up of, hey, they just didn't work out. Okay, should they go their separate ways? Nope. Now you don't want to go your separate ways. Now we got to do the math. And this is the danger of it. It's not necessarily that she was bad and he was good or vice versa. Or he cheated and he beat her and, and she was just an uh, innocent bystander. Yeah, that's, that doesn't mean anything when it comes to this divorce. Now this divorce is going to cost somebody some money. It's going to cost some money. I got money. He'll make it back, but he's going to have to cut the check. Because she's going to come after this ninja like that woman coming after the game. All right, let's go to the next story. I think there's another story. Oh, this guy right here, Zach Brown. Not the Zach Brown band. This ninja out here, Zach Brown. You see it right here. Zach Brown separates from his wife, Kelly Yazdi, after four months of marriage. Four measly ass months, ninja. Jesus. Huh? All right. Four months. You got married and couldn't hack it for you already separated. That means this shit was off the rails early. That means after about two days, you realize you fucked up. That's what happened. (laughs) Two days. You was like, I fucked up. All right. Here it is right here. That's Zach Brown right there. And, um, you know, he had a big year probably in 2022, maybe 2023. It was a long year. He had a very, very big hit. I can't tell you what it was, but I know his band had a big hit. They sort of go like folk, folk music slash country. And he got to look at him, okay? He got him, uh, okay. I mean, I can't describe her. But uh, let's read this story. It says country music singer Zach Brown has five children with his ex-wife, Shelly Brown. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow, Jesus. Y'all ninjas, man. Will y'all put it away? Y'all guys are so goofy out here. So you've been married before, sir. You have five whole kids. You probably left your wife for this skeezer, alleged skeezer, and you already out on her? You already ran? (laughs) Why? Okay. Zach Brown and estranged wife Kelly are in the process of a divorce. 
you should just get an annulment at this point. It shouldn't even count. Because she's going to get a bag off of you. <sighs> we are in the process of a divorce. Our mutual respect for one another remains. Why did y'all even get married? We need some marriage reform. We wish each other the best and we'll always appreciate our time together as we navigate this personal matter. We simply request privacy during this time. Nope. No privacy, sir. No privacy. All right, you get married in public, get divorced in public. Y'all ninjas always want to hide, but then want to come up with love. Tell these people how miserable you were, sir. What caused this? The former couple married in August in Georgia and hosted a wedding celebration last month at a bowling alley. Oh, my goodness. All right, go, hey, go back to that bowling alley and get divorced. Brown, age 45, pro, pro, um, proposed to Yazdi in 2022 on vacation in Hawaii. Now, let me tell you where he messed up. See, this is where y'all ninjas mess up. Because as we tell you, listen to me. Listen to the big unk. Listen to Mr. Biggs here. Do not make promises when you're happy. Do not make decisions when you're angry. This is an old chocolate is Confucius proverb here. See, when you're happy, never make a promise because you're feeling good. Right? You're feeling good. You're like, hey, I feel great. I'll make a promise. So a vacation is a terrible place to propose because you're on vacation. It's not a realistic environment. Everything seems great. You're all smiling at each other. You're laying all on each other. You don't got to go to work. You're like, this should be great. It sounds like a good idea, but it's not a good idea because you're, you're, you're feeling euphoric. You're Hawaii. You're somewhere, you know, laid up and doing all the things and tanning and sun tanning and surfing and never make a promise when you're happy. You always want to avoid making promise, especially the women, because women will do this. Oh, you I'm, am I making you happy? Yeah. Okay, let's do this. You'll see them all. At the, women are very, very savvy at this because they'll realize you're happy and they'll start saying, let's go on a trip. All right, let's do this. Let's go shopping. Let's do this. They're like, you're happy. Let me get you. Let me get you over there. Never make promises when you're angry too. Yes, that's true. You always want to be even kill. Okay, what am I doing now? I'm bored out of my skull. All right. I have no particular emotion other than boredom. Now what? Never make decisions. I'm so happy. Let's get married. And then you get up in a whirlwind and then you make a dumbass decision. Don't make promises when you're happy. Or when you're in a good mood, you're in a good mood. They're going to start upselling you, upselling you. Yeah, it's manipulation. What do I tell you? Same thing. When you bust a nut and you feeling good, guess what? Your girlfriend starts upselling you. Your wife starts upselling you. She starts trying to get you to make promises. We should go shopping then. Let's go here. We should go on a vacation. Uh, uh, I saw a great pair of shoes, a purse. They always do that. That's straight up manipulation. All right, you feeling good? And you, look, every guy knows this. Don't pull out. You ever doing this for the men who are getting some nookie out here? You're, you're penetrating the woman. You're deep in the throes. You're feeling good. And you're thinking, why can't we do this every day? Damn, I need to see her more. We could do this every day. In the middle of it, she's like, who's Punani is this? You'd be like, it's mine. Get him, daddy. 
And then as soon as what happens is you bust enough, roar. You come to your senses and you're like, I don't have to see her tomorrow. You don't want to see her tomorrow all of a sudden. You're like, I have other shit to do. I don't want to see her tomorrow. But while you're hitting that bottom, you're like, I, I want to see her again and again. And you're telling her, well, let's see each other again. Uh, come, come back tomorrow. Spend the night. I'm yours. Make me yours. I only want you hitting this. Don't let no other ninja hit this. And you bust that nut. And then you feel a little bit different about 30 minutes later. Now you don't want to, you want to get her up out the door. Now you want to run away. Now you don't want to see her tomorrow. <laughs> right? You want to get the fuck up out of here. This is the example that I'm telling you. In the throes of passion and intimacy and sex, do not make any promises. Do not make any stakes of claim. Do not say, I own this punani. Don't let nobody else touch this punani. Bring this punani on command. Don't say nothing. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Get that post-nut clarity to get that understanding of your now circumstance. You've come down off your orgasmic bliss high. Now, where are you? Now you can make promises and shit. Now you can see and smell the aroma. You don't want to make no promises. Don't come back tomorrow. Shit, lose my number, by the way. All right, but these goofies here, you propose to her on vacation and look how it ended up. Divorce. A source shared with People Magazine that the proposal was very intimate and the couple has kept it very private. The chicken fried, chicken fried singer. I wish I, I do know the song, but I can't remember the lyrics. He was previously married to Shelly Brown for 12 years before announcing their divorce in 2018. Okay, another mistake you made, sir. Another mistake you made is you did not wait the, I say wait five years before you get into a serious relationship. Five years before you get into a serious relationship. Meaning that do not commit, do not go get a new girlfriend, do not move in. After a divorce, wait five years. And then really wait 10 years before you reconsider a marriage. You got to get your clarity out because you're, you're actually putting yourself at a disadvantage when you meet a new partner. I think he might have met this another one here. When did he meet the second girl? They went on vacation in 2022. So I don't know when he met her, though. And they were <laughs> they about to head to divorce in 2024. But um, I always tell and prescribe men because you're not thinking logically he says i always say wait 50 years yeah i mean if you wait 10 years you'll never do it the, the chances that you'll do it is slim to none she'll get married before you will if you wait 10 years she'll get married before you will uh and that would be your hope that your ex get married so you can get off some damn with support okay but um it says right here okay who cares about all this shit all right, so there he is right there about to get his assets divvied up yet again. That's the reason why I warn you about the marriage will. Oh, man, the marriage will is undefeated. They need me teaching these subjects here. So take a look at the marriage will connection phase, investment phase. All right, they ran through this. What did I, 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 wait a minute. I always tell you about the marriage will. The second marriage will come and go fast. Or if it stays, the guy saves face. It's already off the rails. So what, what he's doing is, what he did was, he re, wait a minute, he re-entered the marriage wheel. As you can see in step five, re-entry. You see this? Step five, re-entry. Then that says, you're going to go through the phases quicker, faster. Why? You're older. 
You want to put up with less shit. Uh, she's older. You guys got married on, off of a whim. When you re-enter the marriage wheel, the connection phase accelerates. The investment phase accelerates. Most of the time, you already got what you needed. So you're not going to buy new houses and cars and shit like that. You kind of already have these things. So you will skip through these quicker. Then the bait and switch will show up like it did in this one relatively soon. Then the disengagement phase. Now, what happens is um, once you once you disengage, now in a short period of time, you've divided up your assets faster but now it's 75% of your assets even greater 75-80% because the second wife is going to get something some sort of consideration some sort of payment and if you knock her up it's even worse now if she has that's 18 years so you took what was a a legitimate kind of a 50% loss metaphorically a 50% loss now it's going to be somewhere around 75-80 that fast. That's the risk. Remember, this isn't going to happen to everybody, but if you lose on this one, that's the risk. And I'm going to tell you, he's going to have to pay this woman off. He's not going to just let her forget it and walk away. Let me let me see who she is first. And maybe possibly we can um we can see who she was. Oh, she's a model. All right. Pff, fucking model. <laughs> all right. A model. Okay. Now, here she is all up in the video. Look. See, he had her in here like Yoko Ono. <laughs> he had her up in the video like Yoko Ono. Gave her too much access, all for a little arm candy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Zach. Happy birthday to you. Oh. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Oh, it feels incredible, man. Hold up. We're I hear another video in the background. This record. All right, there was another video in the background. All right, so she was all up in the record, all up in the video. This nigga showing teeth. All right, hold on. There was, another, there was another video in the background. So what kind of model is this woman? Model my ass. All right, everybody a model. Hold on for a second. Let me pause this real quick. All right, had her up in there like Yoko Ono. Let me pull up her model profile. What's her name? Her name is, uh, look at me, how fast I can forget names. Kelly Yadzi. All right, that's what we gonna do. We got time today, Ninja. We got time out here. Yeah, I got time, All right, here we go right here. Kelly Yadzi. She out here about to get a bag for about less than a year's worth of work. Hey, what kind of model was she? See what kind of model she is. Uh, she got a website. She's uh, Iran. She's from Iran. Yes, that that definitely is the Iranian last name. Damn, she got caught by a Middle Eastern. He gonna drop that bag. He gonna drop that bag for show. Caught that ninja. Y'all ninjas out here fall in love quick. Y'all some goofy ninjas out here, man. She is barely a model. I'm going to pull up her IMBD, DB, IMDB. Let's see what the hell she got as far as credits. All right, here she go. She was an extra. She's an extra in some straight-to-DVD movies. What the hell she got? Look at her credits. This bitch ain't got no job. She ain't got no job. She out here. You get it Allegedly. Thick skull that I'm broke. Dead 5'10". Okay. Broke. 
in my purse. All right. Yeah, she a tall one. Yeah, he got some arm candy. That's what he got. He got some arm candy. This bitch don't got no yob. Flatback for Supreme. Flatback Middle Eastern Supreme, too. Middle Eastern woman got his ass. Oh, she about to go for the baggy bag. She about to go for the baggy. He said that sad ass resume. Yeah, your resume, her resume is whack as hell. Like, what kind of resume is that? Model. What kind of model? Let me see her bio. She had a performance at the J.P. Getty Museum documentary, Herb Ritz documentary. All right, she broke. The documentary became an internationally acclaimed masterpiece. Okay, this her, is this her right here acting. All right, let me see what she got. Let me see what she got. Let me see what she working with. Let's see. Oh, okay, I'm going to take that down. No music. Okay, look, let's see what she doing. This, this She about to go for the bag. He cut her off because she was a gold digger, allegedly. Oh, man, please. She just tall. That's all. She just tall. Is this, this the girl right here? Look at this acting job. Stare off in the side. Yeah, stare off on the corner over there. All right. Let your hair blow in the wind. All right. What, 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 what is this right here? <laughs> okay. This is this her acting? All right. Let me see this shit. Academy Award winner. Look at this. Oh. She didn't love this ninja. She didn't love them all, man. This is an apex predator right here. She got that ninja out here. Got him. Gotcha, bitch. All right, and he discovered it. Or have the chair burning in the background. <laughs> the background in Gaza. <laughs> it's the background in Gaza. Okay, bruh, this her acting right here. Oh, she going after the big bag. She going after the big bag. Zach Brown, let's look up your net worth, Ninja. That's how they be doing me out here. Zach Brown. You better have some shell companies out in this mother sucker like the game. $50 million. $50 million. <laughs> <laughs> 50 mil she better have a only fans because he about to part ways she about to come up off five million dollars yeah she's not that attractive to me well she's well i'll say this she is not my type i would not do i would not budge much even if i met this girl at the juco because you guys know i have a type i have a type and this ain't it all right but she is tall and model less so a lot of guys get mesmerized by that uh there's not much here this right here, bro, I wouldn't even budge. I would, she would send me a message, and I would be like, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm listening. How fast? Yeah, it's crazy. All right, Merry New Year. Merry New Year. Let me see. Is that the last one? Oh, yes, that is. Let me catch up with Super Chats. We're going to get into the main event. We're going to get into the main event. Hit the like button. Let's get to 1,000 likes, man. All right, uh, let me see what we're doing here. I got to take down this little thing here. Let's see. All right, take that down. Take that down. We ready. We ready. All right, let me catch up with some super chat. Shout out to Wells. He says, Happy New Year, Coach. The champ says, We done with these 304s in 2024, Coach. There is no hope out here. Wow. Q Jones, Happy New Year, Coach. I already got that one. The contractor says, Happy New Year's, my brother. Not the Bang Yangs. Blue Baggett says, You telling me Thor's wife hit him with the, yep. Hey, guys, anybody can catch this marital wreck. And I do hear a lot of inexperienced guys um, always telling, trying to tell men about marriage and ain't never been married. I'm like, bruh, 
get married first. <laughs> right? Now, you sometimes you can learn what not to do. But in this game, you can get divorced on anything. On anything. And you could be doing very well, or both of you guys could be just doing average and subpar. And she'll get bored. And by the way, that mid-40s for women, uh, especially suburban white women, all right, because black women try to get married at 45. They start in their first marriage after having, like, two baby daddies. At 45, they'd be like, I want to get married. I'm like, have you been married before? She'd be like, nope. I'm like, you want to get married at 45, your first? But white women be getting married at 22, right out of Southern Methodist University and TCU and shit. All right, they be getting married, and they be putting a ring on it and doing the whole big-ass wedding. Then right around 45, suburban white women, they pull the bait and switch. And it's brutal. It's lethal. They go through something, and I haven't quite put my hand on what it is, meaning I haven't defined it yet. Just give me some seconds. I'll define it. Maybe somebody else has defined it. But I call it their last-ditch effort, right? Their last-ditch effort of sexiness. Like, you know what I mean? Ninjas is going to smash the shit out of them. Uh, uh, ninjas is going to go milf hunting. You know, bartenders are going to milf hunt, hunt, hunt this woman. She's still attractive-ish. Like, she's not what she was at 24 and 25, but at 45, she's still somewhat attractive, right? You're like, what, where's, the, where's the guy, Chris, Chris Hemsworth? Let's look at his wife. Like, let me see here. Where's the picture? Right, like this. She looks like a MILF. You know what I mean? Like, look. I mean, she good looking. I've been with a lot of these women in Southern California. Lots of them. I'm, I'm over them now. <laughs> right? I used to be like, oh, my God, MILF. But I got tired of looking at them rough beasts. You know, and they be out here kind of like breaking down. Break, break down. And so what they'll do is they'll say, maybe I can get something better. And they'll have a whole Chris Hemsworth. And she'll be like, I want a man that treats me right. Right? She'll go through the whole thing. And she'll have Thor. And she's like, I probably can do something just a little better than this. Now, she's got to blame him with all the tropes. And all the copes, the tropes. Oh, he was abusive. He didn't pay attention. He worked too much. He had like younger women. He cheated on me and he beat me up. Right. She's got to use that to explain why she still got value out here. But they kind of go, yeah, people call it midlife crisis, but I want to call it something, you know, but what they're doing is they're saying, if I do a little bit better, maybe I could do a little bit better than this guy. Cause I already got him. She already lost respect for him. And she's like, yeah, all right, I'm going to go for something else. And then, but they're, they're betting on time. They're hedging on time because they're like, you know, maybe by 55, I can't pull this. But 45, I can pull it. She can get her something at 45. But she's not going to get what she wants. She'll get something. She'll get basically what he wasn't doing. But she's not going to get the other part of it where this ninja worth $130 million. Like, she'll get something. And she'll flounder and flutter, you know what I mean? She'll bring them. She'll bring that uh, rib cage and she'll bring that skinny body out here. Titties hanging off of her skin. And he'll come up better. He'll live a better, peaceful life. He'll do well. But, but these women go through what you would say is a milk-like crisis where maybe if I do a little bit better, I can coast into my death, right? I can coast into my death with the man of my dreams, <laughs> right? The man of my dreams. Hypergamy does not rest. I don't care if you're Thor, it does not rest. I've seen dudes get filleted out here by suburban women like this. Or she, I know she's from Spain. 
but they get filleted. They're like, maybe I could do better, and I'm tired of this shit, and I don't want to put up with this. You get the I'm not happy. That's what she did. I'm not happy. <laughs> yep. And so, yeah, they'll get the little thing that they left him for, but they're going to miss the other stuff. But that's why also divorce allows her to get support from him while not being married. So she'll use child support. She'll rally around the kids. She'll keep the kids close. She'll manipulate the kids. She'll alienate the kids from the father, in essence, to manipulate the system. The kids will stay with him, her. He'll go out there and he'll travel the world, been around the world, and not yeah, yeah. He'll get young Punani like crazy. He'll see his kids sparingly because she'll master manipulate the system. So she'll get the money from him. She'll get the partial support from the next guy. And she'll go through several of these because she thinks she's going to come out here and get married again right away. It's not going to happen. She'll get the partial support and she'll patch these two things up separately as a means to get by. She's still not going to be happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> so the best thing for him, for Chris Hemsworth, and somebody said he has Alzheimer's, that could be it too. Kick the man while he's down, why don't you? Okay, but he'll be better off. He'll be better off. Just pay. Like, I, w- I wish I had money to pay abroad off. Just pay off. Get, get, get out of my hair. Get out of my hair. Sad to see. And everybody's like, it could have been worse. He could have been abusing her and cheating on her. Who cares about cheating? They all cheating on each other. Yep, monkey branching is real. Guys, I, guys, hypergamy is universal. I don't care who you are. There's a bigger, better, and badder version of you. When we get to DJ Act, you're going to find out. I don't care who you are. A woman will always think she can do better. And it's not better without, and ladies, before you say, well, she could do better without him. I mean, she's a successful actress, but no, not really. (laughs) All right, not the average woman. Henry Resilient, Chris Hemsworth will develop Alzheimer's because of his DNA. What is that about? What is that about? I don't know what that is. Um, What is his DNA? Thor? All right, what is that? Carlos says, and shout out to you in Canada. I'm rich, bitch. Um, he says, happy new year, Chief CGA. May the gods be with you in your righteous mission. Cheers. Thank you, man. Cheers. Shout out to you. JC says, happy new year, coach. I got here late today, but I will be watching the replay because I got time today, cuz. Shout out to you. Today you got time. El Kareem says, Happy New Year, Coach. It's not much, but I hope it helps. Thank you, sir, for being here. Sam says, Did you cover the actor Sam or Steve Burton who has to pay 1200000 Wait, 1200 He has to pay $12,000 in child support after his wife cheated on him and had a baby with another man. Your wife can cheat on you and you can steal and she can still steal from you. Facts. I'm going to look that up. I don't even know. Steve Burton. Guys, child support, again, I know people have talked about this. He's an actor, General Hospital, finalized his divorce. She cheated. Okay, I haven't seen this story. Allegedly, she cheated. Child support is the great, child support is the great, uh, is the X factor. Child support is the X factor. Because what, what you'll do is, um, 
what you'll do is you'll try to navigate around all of the losses of marriage, which is property, community property, which is going to be time, right? Time related to spousal support alimony and the actual alimony and whatever disclosure agreements or prenuptial agreements or postnuptial agreements that you enter in. But child support cannot be negotiated up front. And I don't know why you would get married without having children, but most people get married for children. So children are going to be into this. So this is where we get into the argument and the discussions related to divorce attorneys telling you that uh, prenuptial agreements are okay. They'll be like, okay, we can have a prenup. And I'm like, prenup is okay, but child support cannot be negotiated in a prenup. Very rarely can you even negotiate custody in the prenup, in the prenup either because it always is going to be up for debate because you can be cool. You can negotiate the custody right up front, but if she has a claim of abuse, that nullifies the agreement. And almost all women that go up in there in that court is going to use abuse. So you already know it's not going to matter. The abuse there is a claim is going to be there. That's how they get. That's how they press forward through it. All they have to find is, is a restraining order or call CPS or say you are an abuse, abuse or have one of your kids say abuse. You lost that negotiation is out of off the off the table. So child support cannot be negotiated. And in essence, you will find that child support is one of the worst ones, even compare, even comparison to alimony. Alimony sometimes has a short shelf life, depending on the length of your marriage. Some states have a cap on alimony. Some, some uh, states want to wean, wean the woman off the alimony, meaning that over time she's going to get less and less. You can modify it. So the alimony is what you negotiate in the prenup. It is the child support that is the most harmful because oftentimes it comes with a criminal penalty. Um, the woman leverages the kid, sometimes poisons the kid against the father. The woman moves off. The woman claims you abused the child. And thus, you, there's a custody battle that restricts parenting time from one parent to the other. And then the child support is negotiated based on that restricted time. That's it. Now, if you get divorced and the kids are five, you now have to pay child support for 13 years. If you have multiple kids and your kids are two, the youngest kid is two, you got 16 years of child support. Now, I think Texas has a cap, but some women are taking businesses in and saying the business makes X amount of dollars. There's a great video here of a, uh, a selfish woman, and I'm glad I have faith in humanity that, that the people were telling the woman she was selfish. She's despicable. What she went in there and said was, well, this guy owns uh, businesses. She went into child support court and said, this guy owns businesses. The guy says, no, this business has paid me X amount of dollars a year, which was 90K a year. She said, no, his businesses bring in one to $2 million a year. Now, this jackass don't care about the business expenses, the cost of running businesses. When people have a business, you take a salary from the business. The entire business is not up for child support. Now, in some states, it is. Some states, it isn't. But she's trying to take them to court saying your businesses make $2 million. Based off of LinkedIn, her evidence was LinkedIn. She said, wait, let me pull up LinkedIn. And the guy said, no, I have these businesses. 
These I draw a salary from. These I don't. These I have a minimal partnership from. These I don't. But she's like, his trucking business brings in millions. <laughs> like, brothers, like, businesses don't have children. People have children. So then they want to bring your, yeah, greedy bitch. Oh, by the way, she was getting $2,000 a month. $2,000 a month in child support already. And she tried to modify it based on what she thought the internet LinkedIn said about her husband's or her ex-husband's businesses. I'm like, businesses have a profit loss. They have um, they have revenue, they have employees, they have taxes, they have losses, meaning that they invested in a product they lost money on. Okay. Now, here's the deal. The judge threw the case out. Judge threw that shit out. <laughs> All right, watch this. The judge threw it out. Said, no, we ain't doing this shit. <laughs> so she lost. So whoever said she was right, wrong okay and if you get the right judge they'll kick that shit out of there they'll be like man we ain't got no time for this shit <laughs> yep they have insurance so so you get the right judge they'll throw that shit out they don't got time for this they don't got time for your 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 linkedin and your internet <laughs> the judge won uh, the judge kicked it out so if you thought it was right you get the right judge, they'll throw that shit out. You get the wrong one, they'll use it. So good luck, ninjas. Good luck. He basically was like, this the businesses have nothing to do with the parentage per se. But when a when a woman's greedy, he basically was giving her already two thousand dollars a month, and her greedy ass went in there to try to get more. So anyway, you guys gotta watch yourself out here. <laughs> okay, you gotta watch out. So anyway, that shit got that shit was a massive L. Uh no, it was a male judge. A male judge threw that shit out. And cause the reason why she had no evidence, right? All she had was that he had she had businesses. Oh well, look, he works for these businesses. What does the business make? She just said, oh, two million dollars with no evidence. You can't you cannot go into court like that. You can try to get the evidence, but you can't go in like that. The internet said. She went in there and said the internet said, <laughs> right? And he threw that shit out. So anyway, the internet says it's, it's two different things than to what you can prove. You got to prove that he has this. Not only that, you got to prove that there's a profit. Is there a profit? How is it distributed? Are there partners? <laughs> but the internet says, but here, point, point making is this. Point is this. Point is this. When you have children in a marriage, even outside of a marriage, you cannot negotiate up this up front, okay? You cannot negotiate this up front. So with that being said, prenup doesn't matter. That's the main point. Prenup doesn't matter. Where's my attorneys at? Prenups don't matter when you have children. And that's where the bulk of those divorces lose money is on the child support, especially if you're in a place like California. You go in there with California, you go in there in California, then you're going to get over there ramrodded. <laughs> so it's crazy. 
Okay, where are we at here? Uh, let me see here. DGC Moore, shout out to you with the sponsorship. It says, uh, CGA, can you do a 2024 Monk Mode show breaking down the details? Blessing. Yeah, we'll do that. The benefits of it right now. Anybody that says there's no benefits of Monk Mode, like, I got to question your motives. <laughs> like, I got to question you. Because they'll do it. They're like, no, nah, you don't have to take no break. You got to just keep going out here. Keep going out here. Keep going out here. Shout out to Cristo Emilio says, peace of mind is priceless. Peace of mind is priceless. You don't have, guys, peace of mind is everything. Like, I don't have to deal with certain things. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, by the way, did that, I was going to show, show you this for the Legacy Ninjas. One of the biggest, one of the biggest indicators of how your kids are going to come out in life is where they live. Sometimes that living gives you peace of mind. Does it mean they're going to come out perfect? No, because everybody comes out here fucked up. Nobody wins, and everybody comes out here scratched up. That's just life. Everybody's going to have their issues. But one of the single determining factors of how your children are, uh, the outcome is where you raise them. Where you raise them. Where you raise them is going to change everything for them. With, With that being said, sometimes where you raise them is more expensive. But also... Where you're, what you're paying for is peace of mind. What you're paying for is peace of mind. So I've learned that a long time ago. Peace of mind is what I pay for. They'll be like, why you live over there? Peace of mind. I don't have to worry about certain things. I ha- there's, there's a trade-off. I worry about these things. I worry about, okay, I got to pay this rent. But the trade-off is, ultimately, the trade-off is I don't have to worry about certain things my kids don't have to worry about certain things their reality is going to be their reality though they have to worry about certain things that are sensitive to them in that area there's always going to be problems but peace of mind is everything and paying a little bit extra is worth the peace of mind yeah he said no 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 ninjas okay somebody said they will put alimony and child support well, I mean, child support, um, um, ultimately, Henry is a form of alimony. I mean, it's a form of alimony. So if the woman's restricted in the means of getting alimony, they will get it in the child support, right? So Tyrese's ex-wife is an example where um, she went after him. She's going after him like crazy for $10,000 a month in child support, and I believe she wants more. And I'm, she's still on the Internet out here gaining a large audience. It's somewhat sickening. Somewhat sickening. But that child, you got to tell me, look, $10,000 a month for child support, where? Why? Somebody tell me why. Like, why would that be? Well, other than the fact that they're trying to um, equalize both housing situations. Right? They're equalizing the housing situations, as you know. So that is one of the reasons why the extra child support. So, yes, you're paying support for the mother to not be in poverty. But she uses that money to elevate herself to as close as possible to you. Close to possible to you. Somebody said how? Yes. Um, let, me, let me explain this. For the family law attorneys here, I'm going to side with you 
meaning that I'm going to present your side of the argument, you filthy, rotten rats. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tell what happens is, what happens is, let me, let me explain it like this. Yeah, so custody should be 50-50 then, yes, but you'll rarely find that the case, right? You'll rarely find that the case. That's where the hypocrisy. What they're arguing, what the courts, what the family court is arguing is that, let's say you make, let's say you make uh, $8,000 a month. The mother makes $5,000 a month, maybe $4,000. $8,000, you make $8,000, she makes $4,000. Well, your living conditions will be different. You'll be able to afford a better living situation for your children. And if you have any custody exchange, what will happen is you living at 8000 and her living at 4000 she's going to be barely making it. She's going to have to sell puss. She's going to have to get married. And if she cannot, then her living situation will be less than yours. So she's living in a one-bedroom apartment with three kids. You're living in a three-bedroom apartment or a house with their kids having separate bedrooms. Right? So the kids at your house has separate bedrooms. They have a backyard with a trampoline, a swimming pool, right? They they live in a good neighborhood and so forth and so on. In a righteous area, the, the court would say, oh, the kids will live better with the father. They don't do that. They don't do that. Now we're talking about child support. The house is already taken. He said they take the house. So before that, because even if you it's five years down the line and you recover financially. You start living better. Your income recovers. She sees your income recovered. You're living better. You lost your house, but now you got it back. She lost the house. Now she's down here. So you're living better. She's living worse. After five years, 10 years, what they'll do is say, well, those poor kids, when they go to the mother's house, they're living in poverty. Yes. When the kids go to the mother's house, they have food insecurity. They have to sleep on the couch. Um, you know, they, they don't know when the next meal is going to come. The mother's out here. So now, guess what? Guess what they'll do now? They'll say, in order to fix that, when the kids are with the mom, which they're going to be at the majority, at least 50%, they'll say, you owe her, this is in California, you owe her let's say 1500 a month 1500 a month you owe her 1500 a month out of your 8000 which brings your income to 65000 6500 and then she had 400 $4000 of income now she makes 5500 sometimes they'll switch the incomes you say you make 7000 you owe her 15000 your income will fall below her income will rise above yours. And she'll still foolishly make a dumb decision. She'll spend the money on herself. She'll give the kids. She won't upgrade her lifestyle. So then she'll still be struggling, even with you paying that much. Then you'll do what? I'll make more money. Then you find a way to make more money, and she'll modify it on that level. So now her income goes up to $2,000 extra. Your income fall below hers again. You see this? And at the same time, you have less custody. So she'll still say, in order for her to get that increase, you'll have to get less and less custody. So she'll start playing games and all this shit. So what will happen is your, ink, your lifestyles are supposed to be somewhat similar. 
so that the kids don't feel like they're leaving poverty to go to a mansion. So now you're going there because then they'll go to the mansion. And then what will happen is the kids say, I don't want to go back and live with mama because she lives in poverty. You see what I mean? Now, this is where it's messed up because they punish the guy. Now, let's say it's vice versa. <laughs> let's say the woman lives in a better situation. She got the house and the divorce. You moved in a studio apartment. You moved to a studio apartment, but you got 50-50 custody. She lives in a better place. You got 50-50 custody, but you live in a studio. What, what they'll do is say, well, the kids shouldn't go over to dad's house because he can't put them in a bed. He doesn't have a great living situation. He lives in an apartment where they sell drugs out of. He lives too far from the school where the mom lives. She'll, they'll punish him twice. They'll punish him again. So instead of saying, let's bring dad's income, let's bring dad living situation up so that it matches the mom, the mom will say, hey, he can't afford to take care of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like that's what would that's what was happening when you took the fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars when you took the two thousand dollars a month from father over here that's the same argument mom could not put a great living situation together for the kids so shouldn't the kids go to dad hey Tell me I ain't lying. This is why these guys, these attorneys that come on here that say just get a prenup. Somebody says, where did Greg learn this? Brother, I learned this because my ex drags me to court every year. And I not only learn from my case, I learn from everybody's case that been in there. And the amount of men that have sought counsel through me, I've heard all of this bullshit. I got so much gain. I got so much gain. Ninja, I'm out here telling you stuff that they don't want me to tell you. I got, a, I got so much information out here that they don't want me to tell you. I'm telling you everything. And this is for your benefit. I want you to believe everything I'm telling you. This is not a joke. What I'm telling you, it's not a joke. This system is damn near. It criminalizes and it punishes fathers. And attorneys are working on the behalf. Male attorneys are working on the behalf to disenfranchise you. The judges are somewhat, most of them are getting better, but you have to remember, they live in a world where they don't see the rest of the world. They're kind of stuck in their courtroom all day. This is the real deal. This is a real deal. And it's a messed up game. <laughs> it's a messed up game. But they're giving me a JD by proxy. So any of these lawyers that have shows, TLA, you know who you are, and they always say nobody else can teach you this. It's a damn lie. I can teach you way more than they can teach you because most of the time they haven't experienced any of this. They, they are part of the problem. So the lawyers that say I can tell you what's up, they never experience it. They experience it by committing these crimes against fathers. But they don't experience their kids being alienated, taken from them, and shit like that. All right, at all. <laughs> so right here. So that's where they can't speak from it. 
And guys, this is happening to Chris Hemsworth. I'm going to tell you something. No man is immune from this. It happened to, um, it happened to uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's. Guys, it happens to all of them. It happens. You cannot get around it. By the way, you can't get around it. The only hope you have is that your judge just happens to be like, no, I think the kids should go with the father. Like, that's the only hope. That's the only hope you got, that you just get a cool-ass judge that sees through the mother's BS, which is possible, which is possible, but it's not probable. I wouldn't, de- I wouldn't depend on that. In essence, let's get back to the point. Child support cannot be negotiated up front. So you cannot prenup it. You cannot negotiate it. And the reason why is because, um, because whose money is the child support? Who belongs, wait, whose money is the child support? Who is entitled to the money? Who's entitled to the litigation to sue a parent for child support? Is it the baby mother? Is it the court? Is it the children? Is it the father? Who does the money belong to when you have children, okay? And I'm telling you stuff that people have gone through this. You guys are cheering me on. Whose money does the, Who's entitled to the money with child support? Who? Who? It is the child, the child's money. It is the child. By definition, it is the money entitled to the child. So if you go into a marriage, you cannot, before you have children, negotiate child support because it's not the wife's money. It is handed over to the wife. It is handed over to the baby mother, but it is not handed over to um, the child directly because the child is a child. So they will say it goes to the custodial parent in order to support the child. So it's the child's money, which you cannot negotiate for a child that doesn't exist. You see what I mean? So the child doesn't have a word to say, hey, this is what I would want from my child support, from my parent, whatever the, whoever the parent is. Since it's the child's money, this is off the table for prenup. This is off the table. Sad part is the child might not have any input as to how the money is distributed because it goes to the custodial parent. Then the parent, the custodial parent can spend it as they wish. They can put it in the trust. They can put it in the college savings program. They can spend it all on hair and nails. They could spend portions of it on their rent and electric bills. They can actually give it all to the child. But the custodial parent is the guardian of the money, meaning they can use it to support by day, by week, by month, by year, the child that, the, that, they're, the child that is, uh, is the owner of the money. You cannot, and, and what will happen is we know what happens when that money runs out, there's not much left. Not a lot of these kids get, go to college off that money. Not a lot of these kids start a business off this money. Not a lot of these kids get the money at the end of the 18 years when they become an adult. She says, here's all the child support money I collected. Never. It never happens. When I say never, it never happens. That money is squandered. So much so that the sad part about it is once the children turn 18, they come back to the father and say, hey, dad, help me out. (laughs) <laughs> hey hey dad pay half of my college hey dad 
Um, I'm struggling. Hey, dad, I need a car. So after that, they come back then. Then the child says, hey, I do need additional help. Unfortunately, the child is now an adult and you're not required to help by definition of the state. How does this work for surrogacy? You must have this in writing with your lawyer in surrogacy. There is no co-parent in surrogacy. Now, unless the, sur- the person who is the surrogate sues you, which they can, whether successfully or not is the question, the surrogate can sue you for parental rights. It's possible, not probable. But if there is a surrogate, you can get them, you can eliminate this issue off the rip. There's no issue with it if there's a surrogate. So anyway, with, with this being said, somebody brought it up. And the point that they were making is that, uh, let me go back and look. It said the guy, the actor is paying $12,000 a month in child support. Well, that's a form of alimony. So it didn't matter if the woman cheated. Child support does not consider or make a consideration for why the marriage ended. So she could be in the whole problem in the marriage. It matters none if the custody is worked out in such a way that the kids stay with the mother long enough for you to have to pay an excessive amount of money. Okay, so it's crazy. These are the things that I do this for. These are the things I do this for because I like seeing the comments. Men are enlightened by this information. They don't teach you this in school. They don't teach you this when you get your marriage certificate. They don't teach you this when you buy your engagement ring. They don't teach you this when you walk down the aisle and exchange vows. They don't teach you this when you set up house domicile and start investing. They don't teach you this when you fall in love. They don't teach you this when you skied in their guts. They don't teach you this when you sign the birth certificate. They don't teach you this when you actually merge your entity with her entity. They don't teach you any of this. You learn this by experience. You get ran over. That's when you learn it. The reason why people say I'm saving lives is because I'm giving you info. Nobody gives men up front. As a matter of fact, if you're a man and you've been exposed to this, were you told this beforehand? I'm going to ask you this. If you're a man and you've been exposed to this system, were you told this beforehand? Who told you? Other than Tom Likas or some shit like this, most of the time you found out after the fact. Most of the time you had an inkling, mm, but you were like, nah, my girl, not my girl. Were you told this beforehand? Put a, you can actually just express yourself. This is the reason why my message is the undisputed truth. This message should be widely available. Similarly, how to pay your taxes. They don't teach you that. How to uh, start a business. They don't teach you that. What your name is, your government name is, and what that means. They don't teach you that. Property taxes and ownership. They don't teach you that. They just fucking around with arithmetic and English lit and shit that don't matter to you. Reality. But the things that are going to affect you on a great basis, normally attached to the legal system, you're ignorant about. You don't know. You should, you should be taking classes on, on uh, traffic laws. <laughs> And, and laws and business laws and establishing some sort of freedom. They don't teach you this. So you do have to depend on men like me to teach you this, but I got to get through the point where people just want to say, well, it's just happening to you. Nah, this is the system. This is what you get into 
Black's Law, Admiralty Law, Maritime Law. When the lawyers get on you, this is what you get into. And by virtue of you volunteering for, 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 for marriage, engagement, cohabitation, and or child production, you are now exposed to this. Volunteering. You have now volunteered for this system. And when you go in there, they're going to be like, oh, sucks to be you. Should have thought about this when you stuck your prick in that woman. Should have thought about this when you married her. You should have thought about this when you got down on bended knee. You should have thought about this when you let her move in. And you're like, thought about what? I didn't know any of this stuff. Well, ignorance is no excuse for not knowing the law. Well, you should have looked it up. <laughs> um, read my book, 52 Things That All Men Should Consider Prior to Getting a, getting a Marriage. Because I'm giving y'all so much game, it's crazy. And that book is available for free at one particular point. I don't know what it is now because my business part has kind of fallen apart here. My website went down. It's a mess. Cohabitation 2, yes. Cohabitation 2, yeah. If you move in with a woman and you do not know your municipal laws related to cohabitation, Related to commingling of funds, related to common law, you're going to get thumped over the head. You must know this going in. What do most guys do? You thinking about the pussy you're going to get when you move her in. And then you move in and you get thumped. Mm. Know what common law is. Know what. Um, commingling of in, uh, 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 funds are. Know about what title are if you do buy a house with a girlfriend. You got to know what it is. Guys have no clue. I'm telling you to protect yourself out here. But guys don't want to protect themselves. You want to talk to me about love. Love has nothing to do with it, <laughs> right? Has zero to do with this. Matter of fact, one thing you will not hear in a family law courtroom Ask your TLA this. If you go to a family law court, if you go to a child support hearing, if you go to a um, custody hearing, if you go to a juvenile hearing, if you go to a domestic violence hearing, these are all arms of the family court. You will not hear one time anyone address love. Not once. Not the judge. Not the magistrate, not the commissioner, not the court clerk, not the bailiff, not your attorney, not her attorney. No one will address love not one time. Another thing they will never address is God. They won't address God or love, not once. They won't even ask you. Or weren't you in love once? Never. It never comes up. Never, not once. Christ God or love does not exist in these arrangements. Not once. <laughs> they won't bring that shit up. Not once. They won't even bring up sex. Sex won't even be brought up unless it's to blame you for knocking up a woman. Okay, you should have thought about that. These things don't count when it comes to this. This is a business. But they're going to look at contracts, statements, affidavits, Police reports, 
And in fact, I'm going to give you all another one. In Texas, they pray to the judge. The judge is your God in the family court in Texas. In matter of fact, in probably all courts in Texas, the judge is the God that you pray to. In fact, in some court documents in Texas, they will say, I pray to the court that, who is the court? The judge. They pray to the court for leniency, for consideration. In fact, the God that exists in the courts are the judges. What? What? Nobody disputes this. <laughs> Nobody disputes this. To judge Texas. Let me see here. In the court docs, look at court docs in Texas. Just some, not all places in Texas, just it, it does exist. But in the, in the documents, they'll say, I pray to the judge or I pray leniency. I pray to the judge that the judge establishes some sort of leniency. I pray to the judge that the judge considers blah, blah, blah. In most of these southern states, they are the God. They are who you pray to. Yep, emotion statements. You'll pray to the judge. Look, a lot of people leaving. A lot of people leaving. But let's get to the, y'all want to, y'all want to get to this. We done with the lesson. We done with the lesson. Y'all want to get back to the goofy shit. Cali West Miami game lost its case simply by not showing up to court. Equalization of funds and child support sounds like socialism. Joseph Stalin would be proud. Indeed, yes. Socialism is a remedy for losers. Yes. <laughs> I mean, socialism indeed is a remedy for losers. And it is a system of total control for the people at the top. Default setting, shout out to you. Thank you for contributing to this game. Last one says the contractor says my mother kicked me out at 19 as soon as the child support ended. There is a probability your ex will do the same culture. I mean, without a doubt, it's, it's not a doubt about it. <laughs> it's not a doubt at all. But by the way, they can't do anything for the kid. So if the kid decides to move after child support has ended, it is because they're an adult, right? So the parent can't say anything about where the kid goes, right? Or they'll, they'll, they'll allow a move right at the end. By the way, Eddie Curry was exposed to that. So um, guys, that, that is a way, way of means to punish the father, meaning I'm going to collect all the funds. And then when the kid's an adult and have their own say, sometimes, most of the time the kids leave the mother. But you're getting a, an adult. You're not getting a child anymore. So... All you're getting is a bill. So your kid finally says, I moved from mom's house when I turned 18 to your house where you can now pay more <laughs> that you were paying in child support. All that money is lost. And now you're going to what? Now you got to pay for the adult child living with you. And she doesn't. And she has under no obligation to do so. Sounds like a win, but it is a win, but it's not a win. It's not a win. You just got to pay for an adult that has now been what? Set back in life because the mother only cared about the money, not the, chi not the child. Now the child doesn't know what to do in life, has no direction. So that's what you inherit. And I guess what? That's a bill. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get a broken project. Now you got to fix the bullshit. That's if you're lucky. Hey, dad, here I am as an adult. I have no preparation in life. I have no money. And uh, here I am. So uh, yeah, I left mom. <laughs> and you're like, oh, great. You know what I mean? That's more child support. 
straight jacking. But it's going to an adult. It's a messed up system, but it's a system that that does exist for the benefit of the court. The court really reaps the rewards of this system. <laughs> All right. And so then the mother goes off to try to get remarried. That's her purpose is to try to get remarried because the child support is going to run out. Yeah. Now your kid's a gangbanger on drugs, probably knocked up another kid, can't afford to go to college, doesn't have a car. And now you get to get your adult kid to pay for all of these things where the mother uh, was not able to, where the mother failed at. All right, let's get to the DJ Act. DJ Act for the uh, Mickey Mouse ninjas in the back. DJ Academics, you guys know him. He's an interesting character. Um, he is somewhat associated closely to the brothers that are fresh and fit. And as virtue of their association, fresh and fit is not like the traditional red pill consecrators because they're exposed to a lot of consecrators across the board, you know, because they're in Miami, they're in Brickell. And thus, there's consecrators of all varieties. Thus, they do a lot of cross collaborations that people are, you know, they're not red pill if you get a sense. They're not missionary red. Now, they'll come back and have some red pill moments, but they'll go back to simping and tricking and whoring, and they'll go back to living their lifestyle and getting Lamborghinis and flying girls in. And, but unfortunately, these guys do have a big, big audience. And what they'll do is they'll bring their opinions over to this platform and then they'll bring a false representation of what they think is the red pill to the normies over there that live in Brickle. And they'll be dissing you on the back end, but coming in somewhat dissing you on the, on your platform as well and undermining you somewhat acting like a spy and academics is one of these guys. He's not really on the red pill, but he's cool with fresh and fit because they have a, they have a content creator community of a variety of niches. And he's been able to use his platform to come in and help fresh and fit and also inject this opinion. Now, DJ academics has been outspoken about the red pill, basically calling many of them incels incels. So these red pill guys are incels, but then at some point he'll take some advice and he'll try to be like, I'm a high value man. I'm a high value man. Now, let me give you an example of this. At one end, he's calling red pill guys the incels. But at the height of the high-value man Kevin Samuels era, this was DJ Academics here. This is DJ Academics here. And by the way, this is not a roast. This is just a critique of his current situation. Uh, funny character, this guy, and uh, there he is putting his hand, shoving a woman, saying, um, you know, fighting with the woman in public with the whole strag next to her. And yes, the girl that he's with is a scab peeling skeezer, allegedly. There's not much to this, and these guys tend to surround themselves with scab peeling skeezers. At the same time, trying to hold masculine frame over only thought whores and sugar babies and, and skeezers of Miami, the skeezers of Miami. And then they try to pull rank on them because they making some YouTube money. All right, here we go.
All right, and so there he says, I'm the fucking prize, which is a classic red pill statement. It's a statement that has came over here, so it seems like he's been affected by some of these concepts, but then when it's convenient for him, he will go on some tirades and say red pill or incels, right? And it's somewhat one of these conflicted areas where you're seeing a lot of people, they're having a conflict. So they'll go to Fresh and Fit and criticize him completely. Even this guy named Andrew Schultz, while I was doing my research, I found that he was talking to DJ academics. They were somewhat being somewhat disrespectful towards the Fresh and Fit platform. At the same time, causing some problems between Myron and Andrew Schultz, who's a comedian, if you will. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. And so he's a comedian. Now he's going in on Myron, talking about uh, incel, incel, whatever he's talking about. But at the same time, he's saying, when I argue with my girlfriend, I watch Fresh and Fit. And I say, oh, these guys know exactly what they're talking about. They speak for me. Of course, these guys are what I would call normies. And it only they only listen to guys like us when they're having problems. But then when it's all good and they get a woman to love bomb them and they get the flood, you know, they get to wet their whistle and they get to get married and have kids. They're like, oh, I don't need this red pill shit. You guys are incels. This is what the normie guys do to kind of distance themselves to trash people like Myron or or that. But they'll use them to, to go beef and back and forth and clout. They'll use each other for these Internet beefs, which is somewhat weird. I find this dynamic weird. So. On one end, DJ Academics is saying incel. On the other end, he's saying I'm the prize. Which one is it? Which one is it? You can't trash the red pill completely. Well, now, Unk CGA, the big Unk is in the building. I'm here to counsel your boy, DJ Academics. And thus, no, I don't want any friendships. I don't want any beef. I really don't want to clout chase. I'm not here to clout chase. I really don't give a fuck what y'all got going on in Brickle. <laughs> All right. I don't care. Means nothing to me. I'm over here. I'm not trying to clout chase and get subscriber bots and any of this shit. All right. This is the king of kings over here. And I know DJ Academics listens to my show. All right. People have showed me clips of him essentially paraphrasing CGA. Now, he'll act like who? CGA? Who? He knows because he does have a running beef with that, uh, with, with Saint the Center. So Saint in the Center has a way smaller audience than me, but he knows and aware of him. See, this internet shit can only go so long. Everybody's kind of aware of everybody. Nobody can come on here and be like, who, CGA? I've been in this game too long. Don't, don't think these bot views is going to separate you. You got bot views, I don't. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to it. Now, he might not watch my show every day, but he certainly does watch. He has watched. He knows who I am. Indeed. Everybody knows who I am. There ain't, Straight there ain't nobody on the internet. Mr. Beast knows who I am at this goddamn point. <laughs> right? Anyway. But here it is. DJ Academics is one of these guys that has gotten himself a little bit of money. And we got new money out here. YouTubers, new money. Podcasters, new money. We're the new money of the world. We are also unregulated. Meaning that people don't know who we are, how we make money, how it works. We're somewhat kind of blazing a trail we're blazing a path that doesn't exist so there's a lot of questionable things here but what happens when you get new money is you start messing with hoes in a way that is somewhat reckless this is why big unk is here to tell you big act i'm here to tell you you got to watch how you operate out here because we don't have a coach we don't have regulation yet we don't have people that are going to talk sense into people we don't have people that have lost millions of dollars from this 
you're still all gaining. And about 20 years are going to be sob stories and deaths and ninjas that got shot. All right, all out of social media. And, and at some point, we're going to have the same stories the music industry has. We got to get our head on straight with this money because it could stop tomorrow. It could stop tomorrow or it could cost you your life. Here's a woman that claims that. Remember, you the prize, you the big dog. This is a woman that claims that when she was a underage 18-year-old, that allegedly DJ Academics has contacted her. Let's go ahead and play the video here just so you can hear it. And I don't, I want, I'm not saying I believe her, but these are the type of things that you do when you're out here reckless. So I seen his post in the shave room, him saying that there's no difference between a 17-year-old and a 20-year-old, that he would still have sex with a 20-year-old. I mean, a 17-year-old, um, if she had an ID or something like that. If you guys want to see the context of the post, then just look. But it was giving very much creepy, pervy vibes, right? So I was looking at his face, and I was just like, hmm, like, why does his face look so familiar to me right now? So then I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the same, like dude that was in my request that i found so weird because he didn't really put anything what he put was like a heart and i thought that was so weird here y'all go i know people was not gonna believe me so yeah and you're not gonna say nothing in my dms but just a heart and i think that was like bait for me to like text back but i never text it back because i'm just like what am i supposed to say to this I looked at my likes and why out of all my pictures that I have on my Instagram, he only liked the one that I have in a bathing suit. <laughs> so mind you, I like looked at my likes and I didn't even remember dude's name for real. <laughs> so I just put I am because that's all I like remembered. But I'm scrolling down and ding, ding, ding. He's right here under a picture with me on my bathing suit. Everybody that keeps saying like she's 18, she's 18, like it's legal, she legal. You're weird. If you're literally waiting for girls to turn 18 just to, you know, do stuff with them, you're like a predator, bro. Like, that's that's just weird. I don't understand what a 30-year-old would want to do with somebody that's 18 that didn't even graduate high school yet. I didn't graduate yet. Like, I'm still in high school. Like, I'm still in high school. At the end of the day, like, my mind, I'm still a child. I'm still a child at the end of the day. I feel like sending a heart in my DMs and liking my picture is you fishing for me to respond to you. And I would think that was weird if he was trying to do that because I am 18. Uh, Yeah, they're a kid all of a sudden. They're a kid all of a sudden. Now, she's saying that that, um, he, he did this prior to her being 18 or whatever at 18. Now they're trying to make a big deal out of it. But these girls running around here being too grown. What she tried to show was that he put the heart here. Now, you guys can't see it. But on the screen at the bottom, there's a heart. Now, I don't know if that's his actual, uh, um, you, see, you, you can't see it, but there, there's the heart down there. All right. Um, I don't know if that's his actual Instagram account. It looks to be verified. It says Lil Act. That, that might be, I don't, I don't know. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if you know, if you've been studying yeah, 18 is a child now all of a sudden when this wants to work for your favor. But I don't know if you know that strategy has been employed, has been employed by someone specific as a way to start a conversation. And uh, let me see if you can pick it up. And I, I know where he picked this up. And this is why I don't even go to my DMs because I'm not trying to fall for these traps. I don't like people. I don't like these horse pictures. I don't like these girls' pictures. 
Um, I'm very conscious of this because of who I am. I have a platform. It is minor leagues compared to a lot of guys, but I know people watch stuff like this and they pay attention and they keep receipts and they screenshot and the internet is forever. Who does the, who does this tactic belong to? Somebody said that's his account. Who does that tactic belong to? Now, when you hear it, you're going to see why he started using it. All right. Or that he used this. The tactic belongs to Andrew Tate. I don't know if you know Andrew Tate. That's how he started, originated a lot of his conversations with that hard or with a plane or with something like that. Right. So that you can passively say, I didn't say anything specific. I just sent the heart. But if you know, um, look at the lover boy way that he operated. Andrew Tate employed that exact same thing. If you back, go back and backtrack it, that's what, that's kind of how he started conversations. And he, he, he taught this, he taught this. And in most of the conversations that he's had with women, it originated with that particular thing. And I think Drake uses it as well. I think Drake uses it as well. So that's how you start a conversation. But then you can also go back to say, well, I didn't say anything. Right. And you will see if they engage. So that's one avenue right there. That's one thing right there um, that you can see that he used here. And that's what she's alleging this. Remember, everything I say today is alleged. Everything I say today is alleged. There's no statement. There's no, hey, what's going on? There's just a heart. And that heart, you can say, hey, I was just hearting you. All right. So anyway, yep, you have plausible deniability in the heart. If you put an airplane, you have plausible deniability. I was just sending an airplane. I didn't say anything. All right. And then when they respond back, you can have the conversation. Moving forward, this is this end of the year. Uh, this has come up on January 31st. Looks like the night of, and they're alleging another one, another young woman alleging that she was underage on a conversation. So again, when you get money, we got to start moving a little bit better than this. We can't be loosey-goosey. So this is kind of what I'm teaching, guys. I'm not trying to destroy the guy or, 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 or shade him or diss him or clout chase him. This is a lesson for the guys over here. Now, DJ Academics is alleged to, with there, uh, uh, there we go again, screenshots. I don't know why you talk to these women on the internet. Somebody said the Andrew Tate cherries. There we go. So Andrew Tate used the cherries. Why are you talking to these women on the internet? Why are you talking to them on text? Be simple until in person. Why? Why are we doing this? It says right here, allegedly, act is linked. And this is all an allegation. It's linked in uh, to flying out. It's linking and flying out underage girls. I don't know if that's true. And keeping in contact with girls to turn 18 to have sex with them. Uh, he's definitely keeping in contact. But not to have sex with them, we cannot discuss that. We can insinuate that. This is a new story. And there are multiple girls coming out about him making them drink to the point of their unconsciousness and unresponsive so he can assault them. Um, I don't know if that's true either. But again, he's going to say that he's provided an environment for this. So I'm not accusing him of this. I'm saying this is an allegation, but an allegation normally comes from putting yourself in a situation. So he's going to admit that he's at, he was reckless in doing this. So we're now learning from his experience. Now, 
uh, this is the screenshot. I'm just going to show you. I'm not saying it's accurate. This The date is 2019. So this gives you now another indication of what I say about women in screenshots. They always have receipts. Stop talking to them as if they cannot screenshot your shit. I know, you know, through exposure to, to Gen Z, they know how to screenshot you even on Snapchat, even on vanishing mode on Instagram. They're going to get the screenshot. Please, guys, please. Allegedly here in, um, in 19, 2019, there's um, e- either that someone hearted the message that says, where are you from? Allegedly from his communications there. A response, Michigan, and the response is when you 18. Um, I'm just hoping he doesn't talk like this on a message, but when you 18, like I would not do this. This is not, this is not good. Even if this is a lesson for us in a false story, don't do this. (laughs) Please don't. If you want to ask her if she's 18, that's a good legitimate question. When you're 18 is not a good question. And here it is right here. She says on October 23rd. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> and I think she says, did you make your video already? Which tells me that there's some um, context left out. Meaning there's some deleted messages here. Because it goes from March to May. And there she's still 17 at the point. And then there's a conversation about, did you make your video? I mean, there's some deleted messages there. But that's, that's nonetheless, all right? There's some context missing there. And then it says right here, he responds, no, LOL. Can I be in it? Can I be in it? And then she says, apparently, your, cu- your cousin, your cousin, fine. Jesus. Come on, man. So in these messages here, now people will believe it. Why? Because we do have another person now making this allegation. So these two people are separate. When this happens, it's because something reckless that you may be doing. Now you have to clean up your house so that you don't have multiple women accusing you because when there's multiple women, then people tend to believe it. Just trying to help here. This is all the stuff that I teach here. Now, we do have another woman that has now said she was great at DJ Academics' domicile in which DJ Academics does put her there DJ Academic says, yes, I used to mess with this girl. I'm going to use his own video to try to prove this, that he knows this woman. He said this woman has tried to extort him, but that the story that she's telling is a lie. So let's go ahead and start with her story. Then we'll go back and let him reveal his story right here. I look crazy right now, but I'm not going to stand here and let this man continue to lie about me. That's not what happened, academics. You know that that's not what happened. And for you to pretend that you didn't do anything, for you to pretend that you didn't do anything, that I just went to your house and I'm just some thought, like we didn't know each other for two years. You tried to save yourself after your friends assaulted me. Whether or not you got drunk or not, I know that when you woke up, you were on top of me too. You raped me too. And a a rape kit was done. You know what? I'm going to come back with my own story. This what you wanted and you're about to get it. I've been quiet for way too long. All right. So there it is there. There's the allegation there of you. Now, listen, man, I, I'm not willing to believe this like this because she's fighting it on the Internet. 
She's using it according to public opinion. I mean, this is going to be kind of sketchy already. Oh, and by the way, we do have evidence of her being removed from his property. Okay, so this is not yet another average. Uh, guys, these are how the rappers and celebrities, the, the athletes and the rappers and the musicians, this is how they get caught up. Because you just have too many loose ends. You have too many loose ends where just too many women are making too many allegations. And then next is going to be the YouTubers. Five, ten years down the line, then it's going to be us. And now she's on the internet here ready to embarrass him or reveal a situation here, tell her story or whatever it is, where she can have it through court documents and she's not willing to do that. She's willing to fight this over here. You know, you deal with young strags, you deal with this type of thing here. All right, so let's see it right here. Uh, now, unfortunately, this, see, this is what happens. This magazine on Twitter has now taken the side of the women. This is the danger. Guys, these are the dangers. So this magazine is called uh, B, BCG Magazine. I, I have no idea who they are. And it says TW Sexual Assault. Uh, the academics video is one of the most disturbing things we've seen here. He needs to be in jail in all caps. See, this is what happens when you go to the court of public opinion. He claims he had surveillance footage of a girlfriend cheating with his friends, yet you can hear her screaming for her life and being assaulted in the second video clearly, clearly in all caps. He also been accused by another woman of assaulting. Uh, what a piece of ish. These type of people hate women and are unhappy with their lives. I hope this woman sues him and puts him and those scumbag friends in jail. So who are the scumbag friends? I don't know. But they did provide context here. It says readers added context they thought people would might want to know and that this clip is out of context. Academics and the police were kicking his ex-girlfriend out of the house. So I want to present this, another loose end. This woman. I look crazy right now, but I'm not going to stand here and let this man continue to lie about me. All right, and so she sounds like a Dominican. This woman is this magazine is claiming that this woman in this video is being assaulted. You can hear the screaming. I hope you can hear the screaming. All right. Oh, man. She sounds like a real piece of shit. So, allegedly, this magazine reports that this video is of the assault, which is, they're saying it's false. This is the video of the police kicking the girl out of the house. Now, academics is going to explain how this girl got here, how the alleged train happened, how this woman has said it was involuntary. These two men assaulted her and then alleging that uh, academics has followed suit. And academics probably has suit against this magazine for lying very, very badly against him. Lying. But, of course, loose ends. Loose ends. So that's the video. And this woman's screaming to be removed from the property. All right. So it gets, it, 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 you might think, can it get any worse? Can it get any worse for this individual? Yes. Let's start with Destiny. Destiny says DJ Academics is a good guy. He's one of the good guys. 
and Fresh and Fit and the Red Pill are the bad guys. Fair use. Listen, right? Myron, respectful man, okay? Even if he is all the respectful man, everything I've seen of DJ Ack, and I'll say it, he is too. It's so easy to be around people and to kind of like, is all our discourse for school, man. Everything I've seen of DJ Ack, and I'll say it, he is too. It's so easy to be around people and to kind of like, you, somebody says something, you make fun of like a friend or whatever, and you kind of just like laugh along. All right, and so there's Destiny saying DJ Academics is a respectful, one of the respectful guys. He did include Myron in that, but he did this Myron in the video there. Thank you guys for sharing these videos. Yes, trust me, I am not watching these videos when they are put out. People are like, you watch YouTube all day. I don't. People share these clips for me in order for me to do research. Now, in all of this, DJ Academics does deserve his ability to express his side of the story. Now, since I'm doing this, I'm not going to share the video. I'm only going to share the audio because DJ Academics is known to file copyright related to his content. All right. Especially if it is not painted in a favorable light. Okay. So this might, he might not find this very favorable. But we're going to listen to a story of DJ Academic basically portraying his lifestyle and how reckless he was and why these things are happening to him, including one woman stealing $500,000 from him in cash. This is why I say the red pill is important, although maybe it is extreme. We do teach men that, yes, your girl can do this from him, an alleged girlfriend not including these three other women that I've showed you, the four other women, the one that he's having saying I'm the prize, the alleged 17-year-old, the alleged when you're turning 18, the alleged great victim. Now we have another woman that is stealing $500,000 in cash from this guy. All right, yes. All right, so I'm gonna put up the photo of his stream. We're not gonna run his stream directly from YouTube. We're going to allow him to come on here. And he came on here quite panicked as if he saw a ghost. And so there he is right here. This is a, it seemed like an emergency stream. He's trying to get ahead of a story of, I believe, this woman. He's trying to get ahead of this woman. He's saying she's extorting him and uh, fall false claims against him because of the story that he's about to present about the other young lady stealing $500,000 and was allegedly assaulted. The shit's out of control. Let's go ahead and play the video. Uh, let me just make sure y'all are good. Just make sure I'm live. All right. And so he's out of breath. I'm live? Yeah. Okay. He's going to describe what's going on. Y'all can on. hear me? Nah, fuck the lighting. All right. Okay, I'm live. Just turn that one light on, bro. Like, these niggas is bitching about nothing, nigga. I'm just trying to tell the truth. <clears throat> Over there. You see that? Man, chat. Never mind, bro. Y'all good, bro. Y'all good. Y'all good. Y'all good. Y'all hear me? <clears throat> nah, nah. We good. We good. Just watch out, please. Hey, chat. Uh, real quick, man. I just want to go live with y'all for, for a second, man. I just want to be very honest about like everything I got going on. Um, just and the only reason why I'm even going live about this, and I and everybody's just spam one in the chat if you can hear me. One in the chat if you can hear me. One in the chat if you can hear me at all. Yeah, boy. This um, is I just want to make sure we can see and everybody can hear me. One in the chat if you can hear me. <clears throat> one in the chat if you can hear me all I right. bet <clears throat> okay cool thank y'all alright chat I'm gonna keep it a bean with y'all uh chat damn so really 
I'm gonna just just come oh, clean. Oh my lord, Jesus! I mean, let me let me just tell you what I. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Yeah. Uh, please don't do a police interview this way or go into court this way. This is a mess. This ninja out of breath. He's stuttering. Uh, he looks like he's he's rushed. Um, he doesn't care about the quality of the production. He's trying to get ahead of the story. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, the reason why I was at my house like about 50 minutes ago, I had to speed here 200 miles per hour. I'm in the RS7 going crazy. Probably broke every speeding law. But I got to leave the house when there's going to be a situation that's arising. Um, first and foremost, I'm dealing with somebody who, you know, I've been... You know, at first, and, and y'all going to hear a very multivariable story today because y'all going to first say, act, why have you been dealing with this? And the second thing you're going to say, act, you're an idiot. But I'm going to tell y'all why I've been dealing with this. This is somebody who I feel like I've been trauma bonded to a little bit because of a situation where people were trying to run into my house and I felt she was responsible for, you know, kind of making sure it didn't happen, even though like it was her own friend that set the whole thing up, but also it's it's been a whole situation where you know despite that over time like oh yeah no i ain't shit so i ain't gonna be sitting here and pretending i'm perfect or whatever i'm a person like there's always gonna be a problem with infidelity with a nigga like me i'm gonna keep it a being with you so i ain't never gonna sit up here and be like i'm the perfect whatever whatever but we got a person who despite whatever that comes with me or doesn't come with me they feel like they could threaten me with things that they believe that I would hold dearly and I would not ever expose or say okay. or want to be known. I'm just not that type of person, nor would I would ever sit here and allow people to hold things over my head. The moment, and by the way, this has been happening for months. And every time, like, you know what I mean? We never went public with it. But I've also told this person, like, hey, listen, if we're going to try to work this out, I'm not into people trying to hold in things against me or over my head. So whatever you think you could ever expose about me, I'm going to always say about myself. And they always back down the center. Today, I felt like they crossed the line. I'll tell you what happened today. So today, you know, Troy Ave, he's actually, um, he signed to the academy. I gave him a six-figure deal. This is out of my money. This, is ain't, this, ain't, this ain't backed by no iHeartMedia. None of that shit, nigga. This is my money. Like, I could use that money to do anything with. Just take the whole six figures and jerk my dick off when I could do whatever I want. But I want to. Woo-wee! Lord, 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 Lord. What that mean? Okay, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to let him get his side of the story out. I'm trying to get him side of the story out. Okay, let's continue here. There, There's a story in here. Are building my company. I see a lot of people building what they got going on. I want to build my company. Okay, I'm investing. Cool. Um, he's filming, by the way, salute to my man, Troy. He's been doing an amazing job coming into this year. And I want to be very clear with all y'all. I came into this year like, man, I've been talking that rich shit for a long time. Y'all niggas know I've been up. I'm not no little nigga in the shit. Man, I came into this shit and I say, yo, bro, I've been making just for y'all to know. And I don't want to give out too many numbers, but nigga, it froze. And this year I came into the game, like y'all heard me. I'm pretty honest with like everything I got going on. Man, I pledged a million dollars to expand my business. Like you got to realize I'm a nigga who grows four or five million dollars guaranteed every year myself. I don't need nobody. I don't need one person. I, it's me alone. 
four or five mil every year. I'm telling you the truth. Y'all could think I'm bragging. Y'all could think whatever. Give me all the facts about what's going on. I'm not like these niggas. I need 50 niggas. So I say, yo, okay, cool. If I'm making four or five by my damn self, I could really ramp the bitch up. And I could really, especially after I did the Spotify thing, I said, I could really ramp this bitch up, invest some of the money because I be gambling and losing a lot of money anyway. Let me invest some of the money and let's see what could really happen. So I, I, I took the money and I said, I bet I'm going to put a million dollars into investing in new ventures. This is why I respect certain people who be really investing in their own shit. Hold on, and the hold reason on. why I'm saying the other story, I do got a few things I want to do. Plus, I got a streaming I've been dealing with a woman named Cheyenne for the last two years. Oh, here we go. She's on the side of me. And I'm talking to Troy on FaceTime. Bitch tugging on me like, yo, act, yo, show me, show me. I want to be seen. I'm like, yo, bro, chill out, bro. Like, I'm over here talking to Troy. We live. I know they're recording live. We agree this is live. Show me. I'm like, yo, bro, chill. I'm like looking off, like mute myself. Yo, chill for a second. Like, by the way, y'all, y'all probably have never noticed this. I'm on stream anytime she come in the room. I'm saying the same thing. To her, chill, bro. Like, yo, what's wrong with you? Like, just chill, relax. Like, like the stream don't want to hear about me and you, my nigga. They came here to listen to me, my nigga. Like, calm down. Like, relax. But you got all these girls that got this main character syndrome, all that type of shit going on. So. She's tugging on me like, yo, show me, show me. Like, I want, like, people think you single. I'm like, bro, like, what's up with you? Again, I'm going to keep it real with you. I ain't come here to look pretty. I ain't come here to be the, be whatever y'all want to think. I came here to tell the truth. So y'all going to say a lot of things about me and I might agree. Yeah, I did some dumb shit. Because I, I even showed her. I'm like, shit, she fucking bugging me. I'm like, yo, all right, hey, look who I'm with. Blah, blah. She started getting, yo, yo, you better, you better. Like, she's shouting already. I'm like, yo, bro, chill, bro. Like, you know. That's her. That, that would be the girl who who would fit that mold or okay. that like that's just really what it out of her. Like, yo, yo, let me let me tell you the reality. Like, yo, Blueface said he fucked Axe girl. I didn't say which girl, which is clear. This is like so easy and clear. He's basically saying, like, to me, I take it as it's just content. Weird things of me to niggas like Adam 22. And Troy Ave. She's like, oh, I'm going to show these niggas that really I'm your bitch. And I got pictures of you that nobody would want to see. And I'm like, this is why I'm even here. It's like, bro, like, what type of girl would do that? Like, if me and you locked in and you my bitch and, like, I've been giving you mad shit for two years, why would you ever send a nigga some weird pictures of me or even do anything like that? But then I realized I'm an idiot. I'm a sucker. I'm really, like, on some down bad shit for the story I'm finna tell you. So this is a girl who's been trying to hold things against me because she really believes that I am so much in fear of these things getting out. So first and foremost, I'm going to tell you all a few things. Yeah. Okay? And... I could start with a bunch of things oh, just about me and her relationship, but and I, I guess I can start. Let me look at the child. I'm oh, gonna open the child. I'm a nigga. Really, at, at this at this juncture for this story, I'm about to tell you, I'm a victim. Nobody knows this story, and even I got my sister sitting over there. She don't know the story. This is facts. But I never like I paid so much. And I lost so much and I was the victim of this that when I seen a bitch who's supposed to be with me trying to hold shit against me, that got nothing to do with me. But I've been looking at her different from a while ago. Like, yo, bro, like, are you serious? So let me tell y'all what it is. Shorty really thinks that I care that much or I am so scared of her telling y'all this. Here's what she's going to tell y'all or what? here's what she thinks is the thing. What? What? September oh, of last year, Jesus. 
Okay? September? Was it September of last year? Is it September or October? Or it might have oh, been November. My bad. Oh, I don't know. Lord. September, October, November of last year. I'm telling you out of facts. Police raided my crib. Oh, Jesus. They kicked my door off. My mama was at my crib. They only kicked my door off. In reality, my mama didn't know what was going on. So they were really knocking on the door. By the way, everybody knows, especially because this is after my break and I got 50 guns in my house. Okay, okay. So real, whatever, whatever. My mama, who's upstairs with my dog, and then I'm downstairs. Like, I'm playing Fortnite, some shit. My mama don't know what's going on. I'm downstairs. I always have a gun with me in my house. I don't care. I sleep with a gun under my pillow. Every time I sleep with two guns. Anybody know me? If y'all go to my crib, there's guns galore. Cool. I see it. And by the way, on my phone, it pops up. It pops up that the police is outside. And I see him. Because I got secure. I got. By the way, Cheyenne is there too. And this is what she thinks is some shit that she can hold against me. They put everybody in cuffs. I'm in cuffs. Even my mama is in cuffs. We're all sitting there. What's going on? I'm like, I'm still wondering, like, what's going on? I'm like, yo, what's up with y'all? Like, what's good? Nobody tells me nothing. Anyway, they ask, if y'all watch me and y'all watch me talk about all these stories, I've been trying to give y'all these insights without telling y'all that I've been through some shit. Happened in my house. I'm going to tell you why they raided my house. Shorty, I should even tell a whole full story. Let me just tell a full story. Oh. Jesus. Let me tell the full story. And, and I'm gonna tell you exactly why the cops came. Bet. Alright. Now, who believe who gonna believe this guy? He all over the place. Now remember what he's talking about. He's talking about this woman right here. This is the woman he's talking about. He's trying to tell us, after about five minutes of rambling, what happened to her. Why they raided his house. Who believes who at this point? I'm trying to get to this story. I'm trying to get to the story here. Let me let me let me come back. Do you do you believe this already? This is this is getting all over the place. <laughs> great, great. A shorty I'm dealing with, she comes over. She comes over. This woman. Right? This woman. No, actually, and oh. this is why you wanna keep hearing her say, because she don't know the real story. The, 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 so one day, okay, yeah, I know I work a lot. One day I'm like, I tell my niggas, I say, yo, I wanna get drunk today, and my nigga. Adrian, uh, um, Antonio Brown invited me to a pool party. Oh, now we got it. I tell my niggas to even drive my cars. I say, yo, drive my car. I'm about to get drunk. That's how you know I'm definitely about to get drunk. Because I'm like, yo, I'm telling niggas drive my car. Anyway, I go to the party. Um, it's like a day party type shit. Antonio Brown, we there. He performing, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm already drunk. There's a girl texting me that I haven't seen in a year. She says she want to come through. Cool. I said, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yo, we're going to leave the party around eight, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. You can come through. I'm going to send you a lift. I swear I got so drunk. By the time I leave the party, I, my niggas drove me home. I think we went to Wendy's and we went home. By the time I'm so fucking drunk, when I get home, I go to my, I go, I walk. And I'm swear this is a whole story. I promise you, I can't lie. This is why I can't believe a bitch I really laid with and I really trust and I bought everything in the fucking world would ever even try to play with me like this. Cause she, I've told her the story because low key, yes, that was me cheating on her. Like me and her fell out. She went back home and I went to a party and I hit up another bitch. Yes, the other chick came over. I'm mad drunk. Yo, I'm drunk at a party. I come home. 
Yo, I'm so drunk. Remember, remember, I ain't drive my own car. I walk upstairs to where my master bedroom's at and I fall out. This one, uh, y'all gonna see what the lesson is in this. Yo, I just pass out. Okay. I forgot I Ubered a bitch to my crib. I. Okay. I, I'm gonna give him a little bit of time. So we got alcoholism, we got drunk, we got partying, we got loose ends. We do have her, him Ubering girls to hook up. He forgot. There's a lot going on here. This is what we're talking about. This leads to all of his other complications, which seems to he can't keep focus on his job. But he's bragging about his job. He can't keep focus. This is the stuff we need to talk about because we're surrounding ourselves by women who have less. These women are going to be the future me four. Me three, we're in me three right now. Give it five, ten years. All of these women that we're messing with, they're the future. They're, they're, the lawsuit's the new divorce. He babbling. I mean, this would not be a good representation of him, his defense in court. I, I want to get to the story here. God, nigga, I'm drunk. My nigga, 4 a.m. comes. Remember, I'm, I'm at my crib at 9. 4 a.m. comes. I'm knocked out. 4 a.m. comes. My homies, I never see the girl. I never see her. My homies wake me up on some shit like, yo, act. We leaving. I'm like, oh, shit, damn. I was fucked. Like, damn, I'm fucked up type shit. Like, yo, I've been sleeping. He, they're like, yo, lock the door because we're leaving. I said, damn, y'all leaving? They're leaving at like 4 or 5 a.m. I bet. I go and I go lock the door. Then they say to me when I'm locking the door, they say, oh, by the way, that girl you invited, yo, she down there and the other end of your house in the guest bedroom. I look at them and I said, what girl I invited? They said, bro, remember you invited a girl. Nigga, I'm so confused because I was at a party with, with Antonio Brown, nigga. I'm macking it, nigga. Like, got all these bitches, they all on me and sh type shit. I'm like, please, but them bitches was ugly. No, no disrespect. I'm just telling you the story out of this. I'm like, no way I invited one of them girls at the party back to my crib. Them girls was bust. No way. They was like, no, nigga, remember the girl you, I said, what are you talking about? They said, yo, you know so-and-so, and they describe myself. Oh, shit. Anyway, they leave. I go, I, I walk down the hallway. I walk down the hallway. <laughs> nigga, I'm a, by the way, for shorty who thought she was going to hold this against me, I'm going to always tell the truth that I don't care what nobody says. And by the way, what I'm going to tell y'all is something that could happen to any nigga. And by the way, y'all know what y'all going to say to me. Like I should be my homies and shit like that. I'm a sucker for that too. We're going to talk about it. Anyway, so I go down the hallway to my guest bedroom oh, and right. I see the girl. And I said, oh shit. But I noticed this couple things. First of all, she naked. Second of all, her hair is like, like frizzy and shit like that. This is the summertime. Like, almost like she kind of went in the pool type shit. I got a pool, like it's a big ass pool. This the girl right here. This the girl. This the one. Now look at this woman, y'all. Look at this woman. This woman looked like Buster Douglas's daughter. Now these all the hoes that they be pulling right here. These all the hoes they be pulling. This master splinter. This woman looked like she got a what looks like a goatee outline on her mustache and chin. This is what we talking about. This is what we talking about right here. Remember this. Because the other girls was mad busted. All right, here we go. Anyway, I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like, I'm waking her up. Type shit. I'm like, yo, you sleeping? Like, what's up? Anyway, I go downstairs. She kind of realized I'm there. She wakes up. She come downstairs. She was telling me about some other shit she wanted to get me with. Like, this is before I was really on Afrobeast. Like, I don't want to dox her neither because she ain't she, girl that was really in it. So anyway, 
that girl woke up. And by the way, you know, I hate to tell this part because it's going to make her look crazy. And this is why I, would, I refuse to give out that girl's name. Okay. So she, um, so it's the nighttime, whatever, whatever. Um, I remember saying like, damn, what was y'all doing when I was sleeping type shit? She was like, oh shit, now nah, we were just having fun, blah, 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 blah. Now granted, this is a girl who I've been dealing with for a couple of years. I've messed with her for years. Um, when she came over that time, she had told me she was like a dancer, some shit like that. You know what I mean? And I remember, and I don't girl. know if maybe my niggas took it the wrong way. Cause I remember she had told me, she was like, yo, the girl you used to know, like I'm on my, like I'm on some bad girl vibes now type shit. Like basically she'd be like doing her thing. And I remember I told him, I'm like, yo, oh, this is before when I was going to the party. I was like, yo, I'm about to get this girl coming over later for me. Oh, skip it, skip it. And it's right there. I know this is right there. And I'm like, I go in the backyard. I'm like, why this is over there? Why this is over there? This shit don't make no sense. So I, I asked her and she was like, nah, we were just having fun type shit. That's what she told me tonight. In the morning, I got to let my dog out. So I go let Pluto out. And when I go let Pluto out, I'm now outside standing. I'm like looking around. I'm like, man, this shit don't look right. Here's the thing. I got cameras everywhere in my crib. And this is the, this is the reason why y'all gonna realize the raid. Yeah, this is the raid. The cameras. And this is like, I'm telling y'all now that I could hear the whole story. But so now I'm sitting there. This is the morning. I'm looking around. I'm like, what the fuck? I know my backyard. Something ain't right. Okay, okay. Something don't sound right. I go on my, I, I go on my, I go on my, my, my camera. I go to my, my, my DVR. I, I'm looking what's going on. Gang, this is facts. And I'm not trying to make her look crazy. And I'm not trying to put her in no type of weird position. This is reality. Brother, this is a girl who I've been dealing with for like two years on and off. We not steadily like we, we were like, you know, hang out, hang out, hang out. Not really hang out, hang out, hang out, hang out. Not really hang out. That type of shit. You feel me? She ain't, she, she's actually a, like a really good girl. Like she's a girl who kind of gives like really nice energy. Like not one of them like sexy red type children. Like not to disrespect her either. When I look at my camera in the morning, gang, the shorty was getting like, I, I don't even, I don't even like, the, the, she was getting trained by my two mans. Like, all right, I'm gonna stop that one right there. I'm gonna stop that one. I, I, it's just too much here. So she was getting trained, according to him, she was getting trained by two men. All right, his two friends that left that morning. Now, remember, I think at the same time, this woman was getting drugged out by the police as well. All right, so this is the same woman that's getting drugged. There's Pluto. There's Pluto. There's DJ Academics. Um, this is supposedly after that this media presents it as this is the scene of the crime, meaning that the crime is being committed at this point. This is not true, according to the people who have provided context. This is when the police drug her out. By the way, she filed a pol police report. Academic says there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Like, that's according to him. Like, they filed charges. He hired an attorney, and they got it pushed away. So this woman's story didn't even was not even credible enough for him to be um for him to be um arrested. Now, going ahead here. By the way, I get like and I'll tell you the truth, this is facts. My nigga, I'm a I'm a rich nigga, expensive nigga, my nigga. I spent a hundred thousand, I I got a hundred thousand dollar retainer on a lawyer, and I and I never got charged with nothing. But they serve a search warrant on my crib. So they serve a search warrant and they they, they interrogated me. So I got the best lawyer known to man. Skipping ahead. Because 
That's the thing she thought was like this big thing. Hey, we're going to say that the police raided your crib when you were asleep and a girl claimed she got R-worded in your crib. All right, so this brings us to the second girl. Well, the fifth girl at this point or the sixth girl, the woman that stole his money is try, try to extort him by revealing this story about the girl who got assaulted. Okay, everybody catching up. So now a woman has come into his life and now stolen from him and saying that I'm going to tell the world you had the FBI raid you on the girl's account, Buster Douglas's daughter account. Alleged Buster Douglas's daughter account. So now the next girl is stealing from him saying, I'm not going to give you the money back because we know a story that you haven't told your audience. This is where the extortion comes down. God damn. All right, here we go. Come on, bro. Huh? Skipping ahead. Well, over a real nigga like me. Okay. Oh, let's get to the Spotify shit. Oh, boy. Okay. This is how forgiving I am, and this is why y'all gonna call me a simp, and I'm gonna take it. Chat. Chat. There was a point. I don't I don't know more. So for all y'all niggas who think y'all got it, y'all just gonna come get a different result. There's a time I used to have a million dollars cash in my crib. Here we That's go. That's fact. There's the Do you know dollars. this bitch stole half a million dollars from me? There it is. There it is. Cash. 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 A half. Brothers. Brothers. You guys got you got a you got a million dollars in your crib that you leave open for a lot of people to come and go. Now your girlfriend has stolen half a million dollars cash from you. <laughs> what the f mm. Hey, us men as men of color. Now that we're reaching these high platitudes that we're, we're, we're getting here, altitudes, and turn them up, now we're, now we're exposing ourselves to millions of dollars of cash. But Red Pill is the what? We're toxic. Red Pill is incels. He said Red Pillars are incels. He's alluded to that Red Pillars are incels. Now, we're stealing, we're getting stolen cash, $500,000. But fresh and fit are incels. Hold on for a second. Let's continue. Don't call me a simp and I'm going to take it. Chat. There was a point. I don't, I don't know more. So for all y'all niggas who think y'all got it, y'all just going to come get a different result. There was a time I used to have a million dollars cash in my crib. That's a fact. Do you know this bitch stole half a million dollars from me? Bro, I had them in safes and all type of shit. Nigga, I'm not checking the money all the time. I had money just sitting there. I gambled, nigga. When I gamble, I pick money up cash. When Shorty moved to Houston, like, whatever. You know, yeah. we, like, broke up or whatever. Somebody said it's two different girls. I think I expressed that. I expressed that clearly. <laughs> all right, so... And you must need to catch up on the stream. I clearly express that these are two separate girls because I said girl number five. So keep up with me, please. So now this is a, this is the fifth girl who's supposedly his girlfriend, but this is the other, this girl, this girl here is the girl he used to mess with off and on for two years. So this is the alleged victim that led to the raid. The woman who stole the cash is a different woman that is now trying to take the money and extort him about revealing the story of this woman. So this woman's story was pushed out because it was never prosecuted, but he was raided. 
Now, the next woman is the one stealing the cash, saying that we're, I'm going to tell your story about this woman. Yes, the shit is wild. This is why you have to have your loose ends cleared up. I really peeping shit. Nigga, I got a million dollars in cash. A million. <laughs> Not talking about 50, a million. <laughs> One day, I get a new money counter. I said, let me try my new money counter and I get a band. So I, I, I like count my money and wrapping the bands around them shits. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're not like that, I'm sorry. So I'm counting my money. My nigga, I had a million. I remember I had a million. Now I might've give my mom like 30 grand here. I might've, but I should have like definitely over like 950. Nah, definitely about 100. 900,000. I count my money. I got $400,000. I'm confused. I'm like, what? This shit don't make sense. What the fuck? I got four hundred thousand. Not that's a lot of money, but I'm like, what the four hundred thousand? What the fuck? Where my money goes? So now I'm thinking about. I do got some wild spending habits. What the fuck? Y'all ninjas are slow. Y'all, so, y'all slow. Watch this. Y'all slow. Girl number one that I presented. Girl number two. That I presented. Girl number three. That I presented. Girl number four. That I presented. Girl number five. That he's referring to. Will you guys stay up. And clear that beeswax. Out of your ears. I presented five girls. So now that's why I say girl number five. Let's go ahead for you slow ninjas in the back. This is girl number one. In order, scab peeling skeezer number one. Girl number two that said I was 18. Girl number two. Girl number three that said he waited till I was 18. Girl number four who was the alleged great victim. Girl number five who stolen the money. <laughs> Jesus. Y'all some slow ninjas. I know this is a confusing story, mainly because he's trying to tell it. Keep up. <laughs> Goodness. So girl number five that I referenced, and this the reason why I'm referencing five girls is because I want you to see how fast your shit gets out of order with these women. The reason why I've expressed it that there's five women in this story is because y'all didn't just try to juggle all these hoes and you can't even keep one girl in line. But these are five loose girls that are now tied together in the story. Stop. And he even said he got more. <laughs> he got a more. This is how much your ends get loose. Messing with all of these women. Stop. Stop. This is messy. When you, when you get to this stature that he's saying, I got a million in cash running around here. I cannot be exposed to these five skeezers. I cannot. Out of what do I say? It takes one woman. It takes one woman to make you pay for all the other women that you mess with for free. Do I always say that? Straight Jack. I always say that. It only gonna take one woman to make you pay for all of the other women you've messed with. This is a prime example. Four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now. 
times that times that would just get one woman or two women or zero women or three women, put them on payroll, it would have been way cheaper. But you got too much loose ends here. And the type of women you're running around with thinking you're getting over, you're eventually going to get got. You're eventually going to get got. This is an example here, and you should see his expression here. He is quite embarrassed about this uh, situation here. 49, keep up with me. I have to teach it a certain way or you won't get it. It was only one woman. It wasn't the same. We're up to five women that we know of. This is him now. This is him now at the point where I, uh, that I paused. This is him now. Let me tell you how I figured this shit out, chat. This woman has been arrested once or twice or whatever because of her actions in my crib. Okay. By the way, the last month, in the last 30 days, the police literally, she was naked, took her out, had to bring her to some mental asylum. She was ah. like butt booty naked because she's, um, first of all, she's drunk. Now, let me explain something about Cheyenne. Cheyenne is someone who's a victim of my lifestyle. I've been drinking for 10 years straight what? every day. What? Every day. What? Since college. Every day. If you were around me, if you were a chick that get in my, my lifestyle, it's going to be intoxicating. You know why? You probably don't got to work. Okay. Let me explain something about Cheyenne. So, wow. Okay, my goodness. All right, so it gets even confusing. So, possibly girl number five is this woman. Girl number one. <laughs> okay. This possibly might be girl number five in this situation. Who was girl number one? who's now admitted to, he's admitting to drinking every day for five, what'd he say, five, 10 years? Wow. So now we're back to this woman. This possibly might be the woman who stole the $450,000, $500,000. Possibly. Wowzers. Cheyenne is someone who's a victim of my lifestyle. I've been drinking for 10 years straight every day. Every day since college. Every day. Wow. If you were around me, if you were a chick that get in my, my lifestyle, it's going to be intoxicating. You know why? You probably don't got to work. And I start drinking at about 8.22 a.m. It's very intoxicating. What? I'm sorry. Now, he said he drinks at 8.22. 8.22? That's very specific. He wakes up drinking? Her problem is that she doesn't have a limit. She doesn't know how to stop. She doesn't know how to chill. She doesn't know, hey, this is too much. So the last time when she got like, she drank a whole bottle of Casamigos. Like, like even now at my crib, because she was at my crib, I don't even know. She probably at my crib right now trying to break shit. Who knows? At my crib, I got a high, I got a whole bar. I got a whole big ass bar. I got to hide bottles of liquor because she'll drink so much till she's an intoxicated face. She was so intoxicated when the police brought her out that they had to bring the, 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 um, the EMT people in. Yo, she locked herself in my crib. They had to kick my door down again because she wouldn't open my doors. All right. So it does sound like now that this video is of girl number five slash one not this girl being dragged out. Now, there's some extra confusion for you. Somebody ever said that in the chat. The video of the screaming is possibly the girl here, not the alleged rape victim. 
All right, so he sounds like that's what he's describing. These are two separate. This media's connect these two girls. I mean, this to this girl, but it's actually possibly this girl. Possibly. Gentlemen, 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 when I tell you all of this stuff that that I preach against, I mean, what, that I say you guys got to have structure and discipline around your life, this is an example of a lack of discipline and a lack of structure. He even admits this. So this is not far-fetched. Yeah, Cheyenne is girl number one in five that I in, we introduced to. So he ended up, yeah, one is number five. Brothers, you guys got to stop messing with these drags. And uh, of course, high value man, right? I'm a high value man. I'm the prize. But we're dealing with drags. And I'm noticing that these young brothers here, especially those guys in Miami, they're dealing with too many of these Miami broads. Okay. A little bit more of this. I seen her in the crib. She's mad drunk. She grabbed a big long knife. I said, I ain't letting the bitch cut my throat. I'm leaving. I'll walk out the crib. She locked every door. And then the police come. And based on what her mom and I told her what uh, told them what happened, they said, we can't leave until we do a wellness check to make sure she didn't kill herself or something like that. She wouldn't open the door. They kicked my fucking door down again. Now I got to cut you. Gentlemen, I mean, I don't know if this stuff proves my case about how you got to move around here. Who's paying for it? You're right. I'm a bozo. I get it. Yeah. He. So this person got a real bad alcohol problem. I got to hide alcohol from them. Jesus Christ. Let me get to the, the, the money that she stole. Please. The, re, the way I found out she stole the money. <laughs> she goes to Houston. Houston. Immediately she buys a $140,000 car. She gets an apartment. Oh, I'm right over the Toyota Center. Okay. Now, granted, I'm a very generous guy when I'm dealing with my girl. Generous. She ain't no broke girl. Just off the fact she with me. But when I realized, now I realize I, lo- I, 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 I misplaced the money. I said, what the fuck? I start going back to the dates where she's leaving my crib. So there's been multiple dates where her parents had to come drive up from Virginia, come okay, get her at. Okay, okay. One of the times when her mom come up because she's a woman and whatever, whatever, I used to just like, when, when she's like, oh, I need to go get my stuff, then I could leave. I would just go in the corner, let her and her parents or whoever walk through my crib and go get her stuff. Oh my gosh. What I didn't know is that my stupid ass, she knew the combination. This is, this is a chick to like, yo, this chick is like mad, just inquisitive. She know she knew the combination. I got eight safes in my crib. She knew the combination of every one of them, bitches, bro. I, I'm going to stop it right there. I'm going to stop it right there. This is the guy on his business. He claimed he has some issues. She's mad inquisitive. He claims. And she knows the combinations of all of the safes at your property. Brothers. Brother. 
there's no way, man. That there's no way. Of course, all men pay. And even when he said the women in my life, they all have good lifestyles based on me being in their life. And guess what? It wasn't enough. <laughs> it wasn't enough. She still had to steal allegedly a half a million dollars from you. It still wasn't enough. You were just a big old mark. A big old mark. But nobody wants to live the free agent lifestyle. Nobody wants to listen to us. Red pill, we're extremists. That is extreme stupidity. That's extreme recklessness. That's extreme. And he has to learn. And this is a guy who's so-called, you know, respected in many places, if you will, enough for him to get viewership and make a lot of money. And still, he cannot handle it. He still fumbled it. He still fumbled it. I mean, it's somewhat sad to see that guys are going out like this. And there's a lot of guys, marriage, divorce, girlfriend, boyfriend, in these situations here with strags surrounding themselves by them. These women have nothing to lose by ruining your reputation. The modern woman today has nothing to lose with you, her ruining your, her reputation in order to take you down. All right, similar to the game. Okay, this woman here, She's seeing a, she saw a big fat opportunity to sue the game. She won because he wasn't on his business. He missed the hearing. So they were default judgment of seven million. She's now suing him again to get her seven million dollars. I only got five hundred thousand. You are the business. They out here to get a bag. I don't care how you dealing with them. They out here to get a bag. Let's get to these super chats and wrap it up and send y'all on to the Alabama Michigan game, if you will. All right. But sad to see uh, that guys like this are falling victim to the same game. And namely because we surround ourselves with young people. Like we want to be just the business. And this new money era, this new money attitude is exposing yourself to all of the things that the old money garb has been exposed to. These women today aren't loyal at all. You should not be trusting any of these women at all. Shout out to Idris says, DJ Act is getting that Destiny wake-up call. How many of these ninjas got to get a wake-up call? Destiny, XQC, DJ Academics. Better pay attention, man. And I'm not doing this to diss the guy. I let let his own story diss himself. Monte says, Coach over, he says, Coach over it. Listen to the act. I feel you. That was sad to see. And hopefully you never have to testify because that was terrible. All right, of course he blamed alcohol, alcoholism. He needs to shut his whole circle down. None of these people, academics, I'm going to tell you, none of these people are favorable for you. None of these people like you. I'm going to say this to you if you're watching me. Including the men, including the men in your life, none of these people like you. They're letting you expose, they're using you. I would shut my circle completely down if I were you and only keep two people around. And I would focus on my business and my streaming or, or, or getting information. Maybe, the, maybe it's because you got to get information. You got to keep people around. But I would shut all of these people down on day one, Jan 1, 2024. None of these people like you. Not any of them. Zero. Shout out to Chocolate Champ. Says this guy's an idiot. And even he knows. And he will admit that. The, the stuff he's doing is straight up idiotic. How old is this guy? He too old to be acting like this. I'm going to just let you know. 
He way too old to be acting like this. Let me see his his age. I presume mid thirties. Thirty two. Thirty two and act. You about to lose all of your shit. All of it. All of it. You're gonna have a, guys. You get money early. This is what happens. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Devonte Swing in the building. Thank you, brother, for jumping in there. No government name says my wife and I ninja watched you all 2023 starting off 2024, right? Thanks, coach. Appreciate it. Shout out. Shout out to you and the wifey. Robert M. Happy New Year, coach. 2024 will be much better. And I'll be much better in sending love gifts. You're awesome. Have a great day. Thank you, brothers, for starting 2024 off right. Wise L says, uh, coach, where is the I'm not happy soundbite from? It always makes me sniggle. It's me saying it. So I use my own soundbite. <laughs> okay. Uh, shout out to uh, Dark Side Foundation said DJ Act situation is further proof that there was no class stratification in the community. Facts. These ninjas will be like, I don't pay for puss, but my girl stole a half a million dollars. Ninja, what? Wow. Wow. Yeah, these guys are also, I got game dating strategies and they be tricking like I, man half a mil ninja oh no i would have to put hands on the i don't pay and then we'll swear up and down that red pill ninjas is instant are you kidding me there's no way there's no way we could have arrived in that situation here there's no way oh man how many of these brothers do i gotta catch up with all right i would have missed it Loud Pocket says, Coachy, Happy New Year. I thought I was back in Vietnam last night with all of that fire smoke. And, um, oh, man, I hope you were out here being safe. I got one, too. And, uh, Coachy, can you acknowledge me? Yes, indeed. We got you. Acknowledge me. Five, I cannot imagine being, um, I I don't care who steals a half a million dollars from me let alone a strag. No government name says always hear guys say that the RP community is ruining their lives. It's saying the RP dislikes women. I think that most males still want to live in a blue pill world and not understand how life operates. It never, he says it's never about the women. Happy new year's coach. You're right. Yeah. Everything like you, what's happening is we're taking their beloved women away. We call it their divine, divine punani. And then they don't know how to deal with it. Well, what am I supposed to do? What else am I supposed to do? Winnie Wall says, Blessing CGA 2024 is here. What we men learn through experience comes with many, many scars. Many, many scars. Oh, by the way, in order for you to get through life as a man, you got to say, you know, a lot of guys will disagree with this, but you got to take some L's. (laughs) Like L's. You cannot come through here and say you won every battle out here. There's nobody that's won every battle, okay? There's nobody. But everybody be out here, I pitched a shutout in life. I ain't never failed. Well, yes, I mean, I don't look at things as failing. I look at them as a lesson. There's a blessing and a lesson. Lesson. But if you are a, an, an intelligent man, you took an L to made you switch your fucking game up real quick, or you saw another person take an L and you said, that ain't never going to be me. But we've all experienced trauma. We've all experienced pain. And much of it has made us who we are as men. Right? As men, you're like, oh, shit. Then later in life, you learn where the L's come from. In fact, for most men, 
your L's are going to come in the form of your belief of what women should be. And I'm here to tell you what you think women should be and what they are are two different things. And I'm willing to give women the benefit of the doubt. Meaning that, listen, ma'am, don't start with that trust me shit. Let me tell you something. You're going to earn it. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. I'm going to make sure you understand that I know you have a past. I won't judge you by it. When you approach it this way, you will find that the women don't have to play games. One of the reasons why women play games is because you ninjas can't handle the truth. That's the reason why women play games is because men can't handle the truth. So they got to go around and hide. <laughs> they got to go around at, uh, and hide who they really are. Um, I'm like, bring your, bring your true self out. This is why a Chad Tyrone can deal with them in a way you cannot. I know women are just as bad as men out here. They're terrible human beings. We're all human beings. Women take shit. They piss outside. and pop. You ever see a woman piss outside? Yeah. That'll give you a good indication. You like look at her like, oh, damn. They're human beings, man. They're not perfect. They're not moral creatures. No, no human being is. Now, people can attempt and make their best. But I don't look at them as the source of morality and they're right and perfect and they're angels and sugar and spice. Mm -mm. I'll be seeing them pissing outside and they pop a squat. You see them and they be pissing and piss go everywhere. (laughs) You'd be looking like, ooh. you see a woman fart, pick her nose or something. You're like, oh, he's just a regular human being. You see her go in there, pop a squat. Ganoosh, right into the damn toilet like you shit. They shit like you shit. <laughs> they poop like you poop. But y'all niggas ain't never seen a woman take a, do- take a dokie in your toilet and it's a big ass log and can't flush it down and you come back in and go, oh, Nick. Who this dookie come out of? You looking at her? Did you dookie in here? I can't believe you dookie. That's how you goofy-ass ninjas out here. You don't believe women dookie in the toilet. They dookie, just like your ass. <laughs> plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Just like you, ninja. They ain't perfect. <laughs> I seen them guzzle. I seen them do despicable things with baby batter. They nasty human beings. Anyway. <laughs> You talk about women dookieing. I live with too many women to look at a woman like she perfect. Oh, she perfect. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway, they be having diarrhea and shit. Yo, they human beings, man. Let these women live. Hey, ladies, we let you live around here. We let you live. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway, shout out to West A says, shaming the man, shaming the man for following the law. Yep, that's kind of how it works. Yep. Yeah, it's hard for me to look at ladies like, oh, they're righteous. Nah, man, I I can't look at them like that. Shout out to our no government name says, "Uh, hello, coach. I wish you all the best in 2024. We'll have it. We'll have it. Thank you, man. I accept. I accept. We got two more and then we're going to head over here to Super Chat. All right, yep. 
The Gift of Gab show says DJ Academic's self-esteem is really low considering he's always dating broke chicks. You've talked about men lowering their self-esteem when dealing with busted chicks. Facts. At a certain point, guys, if you deal with too many busted chicks, your self-esteem is going to lower. So this guy has money, uh, according to him. He has prestige, uh, audience, status. He's not in the best shape. He does have reckless behavior. And, um, you know, with alcohol and probably drugs, or I'm just going to assume, allegedly. But guess what? He's dealing with busted chicks, and you a millionaire. <laughs> like, what are we doing? And underage, Ninja. Bill Clinton, by the way, is going to be on the list, as if we didn't know. Surprise, surprise. He's going to be on the Epstein new, list. New, 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 new world order. Maryland guy says, why, does, uh, why do you have so much cash laying around the crib? It should be parked somewhere earning interest. I think he explained it as he he gambles, so he has, I don't know, keeping a million dollars in your house is very reckless, especially if you have so many people passing through, as he's acknowledged, women, friends, all right, he's had parties. Having a million dollars cash in your house, I don't care if it's in safe or not, this is reckless. All right, reckless. Shout out to Amber. She says, happy New Year's Eve, or New Year's. Milk Dud. All right, shout out to you. All right, she looked like a. Now I got to cut you. I think that's a Puerto Rican. All right. <laughs> Sheldon said, this guy's an idiot. All right, shout out to you. Thank you, uh, Princess Miss with the Milk Dud. All right, com com comment. We do have a couple here on the Super Chat. We got Joe K says, DJ Act claims to be the prize, but in real life, he is DJ Gump. He says, early candidate for 12 cents of, of Cheesemiths. He's running away with it. He's running away with it. He's, there's nobody close right now. Janice Aries says, if he was so drunk, how did he remember the whole story? Facts. I mean, you know, functioning alcoholics. But I think if you're saying you're drunk, it's going to be parts where you can be cross-examined and that could come back to haunt you. Uh, I don't know why he's running to tell the story. You have to wonder that too. Why are you jumping on the internet? to tell this much detail um, related to this. Yeah. Noman says, maybe DJ gets paid millions to ramble on and on like a fool. It must be the secret to success, not the only value to my life by listening. He says, uh, the only value to my life by listening to him is an ab workout. He says, was laughing the entire time. That was wild. And people do watch wild content on YouTube. Okay. There are some functioning alcoholics. I actually knew a guy. He was a functioning alcoholic. Like he would drink every day cans of beer. And you would be talking to him and he'll remember everything you said. Like he wasn't a blackout drunk. Blackout drunks are somewhat reckless and poisonous to their body. And the poison gets to them. Um, um, functioning alcoholics are a little bit different. Meaning that um, they tend to know how to pace themselves and stuff like this. Stuff like this. It's, it's, I'm not, I mean, trust me, I'm not vouching for either one of them, but there are functioning alcoholics. And by the way, people need to really understand if they're an alcoholic or not. Look up what an alcoholic is. Uh, the definition of an alcoholic is not what you think, right? Uh, people ha can be an alcoholic and be somewhat functional and or a dependent. So they're dependent on it. They wake up in the morning or they use excuses to socialize, to drink. And yes, they can function. So you don't have to be belligerent or any of that. 
But you will find that functioning alcoholics tend to get themselves in trouble or alcoholics tend to get themselves in trouble by trying to engage in having conversations that are centered around important issues while they're drunk. That's where the trouble is. And you got to watch out, man. I mean, you got to watch out. People's demeanor does change around alcohol. It is sad. It's sad. And so I try not to drink at all. All right, drink very, very moderately, just enough, uh, because I like to have my faculties about me. But um, what will happen is people who are, are, are alcoholics, this is a sign where you try to be like, hey, let's talk about something important, but you're drunk. And then what will happen is the slightest thing will set you off. And then you're trying to have a rational conversation while drunk. This is dangerous. These people are dangerous, man. These people will fuck your life up. <laughs> These people will. Because they're going to say something they shouldn't say. It. You want to have what? You want to have a good back and forth to reach a rational reasoning. Rational reasoning. But they're drunk. They're not sober. and But they're trying to make sense of something. Well, you're fucking drunk. And then they will claim shit is abusive, but you're fucking drunk. And then you'll say, I don't remember this. You're drunk. You're an alcoholic. And it doesn't take much to do this. And then they argue with me. And I'm like, how are you arguing with me and you drunk? <laughs> like, <laughs> Then the police are called by a fucking alcoholic. I cannot stand alcoholics for real. And I've lived with too many alcoholics. I, I really look at this. Dude, if you're an alcoholic and you're listening to me, please go get some help. Because a lot of your problems then stem around alcohol. In fact, if you look at campus assaults, college campus, 80% of the cases that are college campus so-called sexual assaults and great, one or both people were drunk, 80%. That's where your problems stem from, alcohol. Then don't even get drugs into it. So when they talk about grape culture on college campuses, I showed you this on stats. 80% of the time, one or both were drunk. Now, does that excuse the behavior? No, but that certainly is going to complicate shit real quick. Now, I'm supposed to determine who's the person I'm supposed to believe, the alcoholic victim or the perpetrator who was either drunk or not drunk. Yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> this is great. This is going to be, this is going to make sense. So you're the small person, but you're drunk. You admit to be drunk. He admits to be drunk but he's the larger person and he has the hard Johnson. Well, you're the victim. Who's the victim here? Okay, he wasn't drunk. You were drunk. Okay, he got you drunk. <laughs> like, and you consented while drunk, but now it doesn't count. Or you didn't consent and you don't remember consenting. You blacked out and you woke up with your panties around your ankle and he was what? Drunk? Well, <laughs> yeah, fights, fights, especially after night. It's almost always alcohol. So stop, man. I, I, you guys are fucking alcoholics. I, I swear to God. I live with two alcoholics in my life and never again. It's a red flag for me. It's a red flag. Meaning that even to the point where you go out at night and they drink, drink, drink. They drink, drink, drink. You can tell, like, one thing sets them off. Like, for instance, right? watch this. Watch this. After drink number three or four, you're inebriated whether you know it or not, you're impaired. Now watch this. 
if you say something like, okay, let's go. You're, you're a driver. You're responsible. You're the designated driver. They're drinking. You say, okay, it's time to go. Do you know that could turn into a fight? That could be a fucking all-out, knockout, drag-out fight where somebody gets arrested or somebody gets punched, <laughs> right? <laughs> and all you said was, it's time to go. Well, what's wrong with you? You don't want to have fun? You don't want to have a party? You lame loser. Now, here we go. And all we said, all I said was, it's time to go. That's all. That's it. That's that's what turned it into domestic violence. (laughs) It wasn't a whole big scene. No, don't go now. Oh, you're lame. He wants to go. Just like that. That little right there. Boom. Powder keg. Why? Because you're irrational. I'm rational. I'm trying to get us to a situation where you're not throwing up, staying too late, where the nigga starts shooting, where people get stabbed at 2 a.m. <laughs> now we out way too late because I want a drunk to have a little bit more fun and continue to drinking. This should, this should turn out well. Now I got to rustle you over and take you over. But, or if I stay longer, I got to carry you out throwing up all in my car and shit. Now you arguing in the car. Why do you want to leave? You're lame. You're weak. <laughs> That's why I don't trust alcoholics. Because in those situations, they can, get, they can turn your life fucked up. They'll grab your steering wheel. You'll be driving them home and they'll fucking your leg, grab your steering wheel and shit. You're like, what the? And I'm like, nope. That's why I want to take my ass home 1030. 1030 at the latest. And I'm like, dude, these people will wreck your lives over something meaningless. And then sober up. I can't believe I acted like that. Well, you're a fucking alcoholic. That's why. <laughs> All right, you're an alcoholic. And I hope you guys take this, to, um, take this to heart. A lot of people's marriages have been interrupted by alcoholism. Not abuse. Not abuse. The abuse was a result of the alcoholism. The health problems came from alcoholism. The money problems came from alcoholism. That's where it started. You can't afford life, but you got money for weed and alcohol. Funny how the beer fridge is always filled up, but we're broke. Well, it's just a little bit of money. Funny how we're broke, but you want to always go out and go shake your ass and drink. How's that working out? To me, the, the one reason why your shit is fucked up and your relationships are messed up, and your marriage didn't work, is alcohol. Alcohol. That's where it starts. Domestic violence. Alcohol. Drugs. (laughs) 100%. Then they want to make it the other issues, but I guarantee you it's the alcohol. It's the alcohol. The, 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 Wine o'clock somewhere, the mommy wine time. Oh, it's only two drinks. Two drinks a night cures cancer. It's the alcohol, (laughs) right? That's where the problem is. All right, anyway. Deshaun says, happy New Year's, coach. Looking forward to another year of sniggles and enlightenment from you. May 2024 bring you uh, more greatness and linglings. (laughs) You're the GOAT. Shout out to you. I'll take more Ling Lings. 
I saw a Ling Ling out last night with an older man, an old ass man. He looked like the Monopoly money man. And she looked like a woman in her 40s. So he definitely was pushing. He was in his mid 70s. And he was out with this Ling Ling and they was just sitting there. They was mad as hell. I was like, damn, ninja, how much that cost you? 10K? Had to cost him 10K. Shout out to the contractor says academics giving P. Diddy vibes. Wow. All right. We'll say allegedly because he's watching the show. Shout out to JC says I broke up with a bitch from not flushing my toilet. Mm. Ain't nothing like catching your girl with uh, that indukied up the toilet. <laughs> All right. Dookied up the toilet. Shout out to Brown Three Reno. Uh, alcoholics go to meetings. I'm just a drunk. <laughs> yes, they do. And the first stage is denial. Uh, I went to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting once as a college student, and I was enlightened. I went to a Narcotics Anonymous meeting as a college student for a report, and I was enlightened. Um, you know, the reality is that that these issues start off, you, you're cool doing it. When, when you start off, you're cool. It's all cool. Um, your families laugh at you and sniggle when you fall and trip. Your, your homeboys start drinking when you're young, underage drinking minors, uh, and you don't know how to control or pace your alcohol or when the alcohol is going to kick in, so you might potentially black out or throw up or, or, or put yourself in a worse situation where you might hit your head on the concrete. Smoking, same thing, cigarettes. These things start off when you're cool. You're cool. You actually separate yourself from the lames, the losers, and you get points for this. Oh, look at you. You're cool. You know how to roll up. You're cool. You know how to mix drinks. Okay, you know all the mixed drinks. You know the right type of tequila and the right type of vodka. You know the Casamigos. and the, you, you know all this stuff. You're cool when you do it. And that's what? When you get old, you look like a piece of shit doing it. You don't look cool doing it no more. When you get older, you don't look cool doing it. Unless you sipping some whiskey on the rocks, nice and slow. It's sitting in the corner with two model bitches. That might be the only way you look cool doing it. All right, but you look like a slob doing it. It doesn't look good. It ain't a good look when you old drunkard. And for women, when you're over 25 and you're drunk, you guys look sloppy. It's disgusting. Ain't nothing like a disgusting, sloppy, slobbering, mind word slurring ass old woman. Oh, it's disgusting. A 40-year-old woman at the bar all drunk is a nasty sight. Her titty all hanging out, her, her strap falling off, her titty hanging out. She trying to look sexy with her drink. She's smoking. Ain't nothing worse than an old woman, 28 up, drinking, slurring their words. <laughs> right? Hair all disheveled. And she's sitting up there trying to make sense, standing on her feminist principles as an alcoholic. Oh, my God. Disgusting. Talking all loud, slobbering, spitting. Damn, winos. It's like, ugh. <laughs> you look sexy, baby. Look sexy. Cross your legs, baby. You know what I mean? Smoke a cigar. Give me a little sip or something. But bitch want to be all drunk and out here. Look, hey, I think I got it. Yeah. Auntie ass drunk. Ugh. Eyelash all low. You can't keep your eyelash up. Disgusting. I don't jump on top of them, man. 
JC says, Axe for Zeke precedes himself. He's messy as his story. Yes, he is. His, his physique is getting way out of control. All right, but alcoholism will do that. Empty calories will do that. Somebody said to see a 50-year-old stripper. Yeah, that's disgusting too. I only want my strippers to be out here. I want them to be acrobats. Do not, that's what I want you to be. I want, I like my strippers acrobats. You know, where they climb up the pole and they be flipping and they be doing that old, they be doing that Cirque du Soleil shit. That's how I like my strippers. <laughs> yeah, 30s too. That's nasty. Love W says, hey coach, have you ever had a tooth implant, veneer, or teeth whitening done? What's your take on them? Um, no. Uh, I've had braces, and I've had a basic teeth whitening. Teeth implant, ugh. I hate the dentist, by the way. <laughs> I hate the dentist. Them ninjas is my worst nightmare. All right, but uh, anyway, I would imagine a uh, teeth implant could be somewhat interesting. <laughs> I, need, I need a teeth implant, to be honest with you. Uh, shout out to, uh, we'll call you Kermit, says, it was horrible that you put us through that act story he says whatever happened to the francisco clip keep up the good work i might have to pull these clips back but maybe i retired them hall of fame clips hall of fame clips uh but uh yeah man i worked a lot of years as an entrepreneur so uh what are we doing here i think i got everybody yes so that means we can close up today's show hey look no evening show today enjoy the football games uh, today, and we're going to be back to regular scheduled programming tomorrow. I'm super focused and all of that stuff in the bag of chips. Ahoy, hit the like button on the way out. Shout out to the coach gang. Peace.